Hello, welcome to Thomas Small Gamer. I'm your host, Rob. Welcome to the Age of Sigma Monday show with my two co-hosts and once again, AWOL Dan. Um, <laughs> are we replacing Dan? Let's, <laughs> let's find out. Uh, I'm joined by Mr. Nathan Prescott and James Powell. Round of applause, please, everyone. Hello, hello. Uh, Nathan, absolutely fantastic to see you. Yes. How are you? Oh, I'm all right, thank you. How are you doing? Um, uh, I'm great, thank you. I was super happy to send Stabby Git some objective markers, as I can see in the chat. Uh, me and my mate ordered some of the objective markers off you last week. You can find those on our store, by the way. Uh, they turned up today. Nice one, boss. No problem. Happy to help. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> cool. Or... Customer service. Or if we go to the merch group, Mr. James Powell, who has been responsible for all of... The merch that you've ever received from those wargamer including this great t-shirt i'm wearing ah oh, do you remember that See, no do you remember season that period two is out. have you watched season two yet it is no, i haven't decided yet oh you're missing out uh well anyway the um uh so yeah james and introducing the, the merch guy himself james powell hey james how are you yeah very well very well the, all, all the better for seeing you the angriest age of sigma gamer in the world i hate this game That's i've nice. been to 14 tournaments this year <laughs> in hard work. I don't know if I can Just handle Sigma me. anymore. Okay, James, I've got two tournaments next week. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Look, people kept asking me, and I'm not good at saying no. Okay, all right. <coughs> I'm not criticizing. You know, you, you do what you need to, bro. Ross, what you what Nathan? What are you saying? I just said that was very nice. But yeah, I, I imagine he liked the game. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much he play. <laughs> yeah. Me and James are like a correlation. Like Me and James are like inverse diagrams. James is like, oh, I don't even like this. I'm going to another event. I'm like, I really love this, but I just can't seem to find the time to go to an event. Like, <laughs> All right, Nathan. Uh, Age of Sigma crew in the chat. If you listen to this as a podcast or watch this as on YouTube, thanks, Hydro Homies. Thanks, YouTube thugs. Uh, big love to you. Uh, Nathan, uh, catch me up. What yes. have you been up to? What's been going on? Uh, I've done a little bit of hobby. Yes, I have. I've changed the weapons on my Gorgrunters and my Brutes. I've changed, given them some spears, mm -hmm. or jagged gore hackers as they're called in real mm -hmm. life, um, so that they get extra rend. Less attacks, more rend. That's what we like. Yeah, so, and, uh, yeah, and then managed to get a couple of games with uh, the Iron Jaws ready for the weekend. So, I've, I've played against yourself at Club Night, Club Night, Club Night. Club Night, Club Night, Club Night. Uh, that is what, uh, yes. uh, this is what we uh, we say now. James, James, you come into Club Night. Club, Club, Club. Club, Club, Club. Yeah, yeah, I will at some point. <laughs> club, Club, Club. That's what you have to say every time. When is it? Every Tuesday. Club, club, club. Every Tuesday. So if you are local to Nottingham and you would like to come to Club Night, club, 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 do let us know. Uh, the Honest Wargamer club, club, club is small but powerful, uh, like James Powell. What if I'm lo not local to Nottingham but want to drive three hours to have a game against Nathan Prescott? Are you three hours from us? No, I'm not, no. But I mean, I'm, I'm talking for the chat. Oh, uh, then... Yeah, hypothetical. Question. Well, Nathan, would you be would you be down for playing someone who's travelled three hours to play you? Yeah, sure. If they want to go that far, 
that's yeah, definitely. Okay, all right, great. I like playing Warhammer. Yeah, I'd love to play games of Warhammer. Yeah, yeah. It's such a diverse group. We all love. We two of us like Warhammer. One of us doesn't play that much. One of us plays loads. One hates Warhammer. Plays loads. <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Nikki De Williams, for uh, resubscribing. And I'm only here for the n trademark Nathan Prescott Battle Report. So I agree, Nathan. <coughs> um, uh -huh. uh, just because I've been asking you how you are, can you update us? with yeah. uh you and me did play a game of warhammer how did that go yes talk me through it well yes yeah, so i am in a team in january and for some reason gits are not on the table apparently Awkward. so <laughs> so Terrible. we're waiting for the effort as soon as the faq comes back we're fucking back on the table boys uh but um i have uh so i'm Looking at Iron Jaws because obviously they're uh, playing the game on easy mode. Wow! So yeah, so wow. I've been been practicing with with my Iron Jaws as uh, as you can attest to. So I, I had a great list. You did a powerful <laughs> list. You did have a great list. Would you like to talk me through your list and how that game went? Because I'm interested to find out. Yeah. Well. I mean, you well, were there. Shall we move on? James will want to hear it. Uh, we played an Iron Jaws Mirror, yeah. James, but I'll let Nathan tell the story. Yeah. Only, yeah, I think there was something wrong with the mirror because they didn't look like each other at all. Well, there were two more crushers. So I had a more crusher and you had a more crusher. Your more crushers, your general. Mine's one second, not. Nathan. Uh, so my Nathan, list. Nathan, one second. Can, James, yeah. stay incredibly still. <laughs> you did that without moving your mouth how did you do that hey oh right well okay wow you're like a ventriloquist <laughs> sorry Nate. please continue is there a fly or something <laughs> oh it's gone uh right uh yeah so uh we both were from the iron sons tribe we were. Which is a very nice very nice tribe to belong to if you're an angel. Yeah. Uh but I, I had uh so I had two warlord battalions because I like to take lots of shiny stuff with mm -hmm. me. And the more more warlord battalions, the more stuff you can take. Mm -hmm. So I've got a mega boss on a more crusher. Very standard. Yeah. With the boss chopper and the rip tooth fist, so he's got the three up save. Uh, and then I've also given him the big axe with the red button on the side. Not that standard, but okay. Yeah, so the destroyer one, and obviously the mount is a fast one. Standard. Uh, for that, yeah, yeah, pretty standard. Yeah, so netlist, really. <laughs> uh, then I've got an Auric Warboss on foot as well. Very out there. Not that's not very standard at all. I'd, I'd describe that as edgy. Edgy, an edgy war boss on mm -hmm, foot. Mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. he, yeah. Um, and then a a war chanter with the get em beat. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Which standard, is pretty standard. Pretty standard. Yeah. Well, net net list. Yeah, yeah. yeah. List. Then I've got my general, who's an auric weird knob shaman. Not standard at all, actually. Why? <laughs> okay, not not normal. Edgy. We'll give that an edgy uh, rating. Yeah, so I've, I've made him the general because I want him to be touched by the war. Okay. So he is touched by the war. So that means he's the guy that can do D3 mortal wounds to a unit within yep. six. 
and then obviously he gets that plus d3 to cast. Mm-hmm. So pretty, that's pretty good. Is he, and, is he uh, good touch by the wire or bad touch by the wire? Awkward. Um, it depends on what day of the week it is, I guess, or what. But I would say definitely good. Yeah, good touched. Good in general. It's important. Ninety, ninety-five percent of the time, it's good touch. <laughs> Thank you for helping with the distinction, James. It's appreciated. Thanks, Disco Magma, for resubscribing. And also, just a quick reminder to everyone, this is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Every Monday night, it starts at 7 p.m. If you want to join us, that's UK time. If you join us 7 p.m. Australian time, we'll be asleep. No, we're just woken up. 7 a.m., yeah. Stop ruining the story. The the other side of the world. Rob's not up at 7 (laughs) a.m. Yes, I am. Yeah, fair enough. Thirty-three <laughs> percent of us will be asleep. Anyway, go on. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so my general's touched by the work. Uh, one of the warlord battalions I've got has given me a spell enhancement. So he's got the great, great, great big green hand of Gork, and he's also got the big, great big green foot okay. of Gork. So I've got. A lot of Gork's How body many spells can he cast? Well. One or two? But One. he knows two spells. So he can choose between... Yeah, yeah. So he can choose between okay. those two. Sometimes you want to hand something. Sometimes you want to foot something. Mikasa Sukasa. But some, some, sometimes you want to do both. So then I decided if I want to do both, then I should have access to the, you know... I should have redundancy on those. So I brought a, another Oracle Weird Knob okay, Shaman. So most people don't take one. No one takes two. Taking two is seen as weird. No, it's a weird knob. So uh, obviously spell enhancement. So I've got the foot of Gork on that because that's the best yeah. spell. So I've got to have redundancy with that. So two foots uh-huh. of Gork. Uh <clears throat> And uh, a Basham Lad spell as well, which is quite nice, but obviously that's um, in your back pocket if you run out of trying to cook things. And then I thought, well, it would be good to have redundancy, some more redundancy. So I got another a war chanter. Two, st- two are fairly standard. And then with... Yeah, yeah. And then uh, with the other Warlord Battalion, I gave him the Arcane Tome. <laughs> The wizarding hat, basically. So three wizards in your non-wizard-based fighting army. Yes, okay. that's right. And uh, so he's got the great big, big green hand Ooh. of Gork. So now I've got options with hands. And then I also gave him the Basham lads. And he's also got the fixing beat in case he wants to fix okay. something. All right, excellent. Okay. So, yeah. And then... Got loads of things And then I do. assume loads of pigs, because that's what everyone takes. Well, I've got three pigs, so that's quite a lot. It's more than a lot more than one. It's like three times more it, than one pig. So yeah, I got. Th- I guess three it's context. Pigs. Three pigs in your house, a lot of pigs. Three pigs in your Iron Jaws army, yes. not that many pigs. <laughs> well, I've got one unit of three of those lads, and now they've got the jagged gore hackers. Proper nice for running around stabbing mm-hmm. things. And then what yeah. else? Uh, but they don't count as battle line, so they're just they're a <coughs> unit on its own. And then, so my battle line is 15 Ard Boys. Okay. Five Ard Boys. Okay. 10 
10 auric brutes with the jagged war yeah. hackers and then 10 uh then five brutes just with a pair of brute choppers okay not gore hackers why not gore and hackers that, that... uh cuz i haven't swapped the weapons on them yet so <laughs> I'll probably give them gore hackers at some stage because they're just their end two is very beautiful. Okay, thing. good. So, yeah. And how did our game go? Yeah, it went pretty good. We played the vice, so that's not your not probably not the best one for Iron Jaws in general. So because I had probably the least net listy Iron Jaws army, uh, it was the best one for me. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, I managed to win win a priority roll, which meant I get I got to charge things, and so I charged things and duffed them up. Uh, you did. You murdered all my all of my pigs on turn three after the priority roll. It's actually really interesting uh, because one of the one of the the angels list I was running was two times six pigs, uh, some three times five uh, odd boys at the back. It's the list Darren ran at um, uh, thingy, which was Leo's list. Uh, which he talked about on the show, uh, the Rogue Idol and then the Moor Crusher. The interesting element about it was is like my army just wanted to smash and I don't, wouldn't mind like charging most screens, but this was such an interesting situation because like you had the Ard Boys as a screen, like two units of Ard Boys. Um, and the problem was is if I charged it, I would wipe out the screens definitely, but then you would counter charge me with your yes. units. And like, and it was so good. Yep. Like I was like, because a lot of the lists that you're seeing online at the minute are those kind of like double more crusher, loads of pigs. Like you don't really see anyone putting any point. They go for like an extra unit of pigs. They don't go for like that screening unit. But that screening unit gave you the advantage in, because you were slower, but you could basically be like, cool, I can afford to let you hit me. But even more so than another army where you screen, if you don't know Iron Sons, you can, they have yeah. a count, command ability, so you can counter charge. So the whole time I was just dancing around like, oh boy, I don't want to put my pigs in the grinder. Is how I felt. Yeah. But, and also having hand of gork. Uh, no, it, no, like that is quite a reliable no, hand that of isn't gork. helpful. What you did, James, what threat. he did, no, that was... that was not helpful. What he did, James, was he hand of gorked, yeah, which is cast on a what, Nathan? <laughs> on a okay. seven. He hand of gorked a weird knob shaman to then, to then, in the, <laughs> the mid other board. One. So he used one to hand so of gork the other one. So he used a one cast wizard he spent 140 points on to hand of gork another wizard. No, no, no. It's only 90 points. Okay, 90 points, points whatever. 90 points. To, to hand of gork another wizard. <laughs> and then, once he'd done that, cast foot of gork, which does loads of mortal wounds, which is cast on a what? On, on a, a 10. 10. On a 10. Yes. yes. And did all that go off? It did, and he killed three pigs. Yeah. Yes. Nice. <laughs> no, no, I killed oh, five hard boys. Oh, you killed five hard boys. Yeah, That's you all. did. Yeah. You did. You did like 15 mortal yeah. wounds. Uh, but it was very upsetting. <laughs> but that isn't why your list is good, right? It was the screens. <laughs> it wasn't because of the wizard. <laughs> Double weird no, knob. That's not what That's was good about it. In your life. <laughs> oh my god oh my god okay anyway uh anyway, it was fun yeah anyway i got i got to play another game with it i played against nick thompson uh from ws10 and i played against his stormcast army um which was a cool game 
Yeah, pretty good. Really tight. Didn't, didn't, uh, your, I didn't, didn't win. your pigs charge like 22 in that game? Uh, yeah, I picked up two dice to roll, and one of them, I got a 17 and a 5. That was great. That <laughs> was the best charge I've done ever. Okay, great. Great news. Yeah, because yeah, I picked up a D20 by mistake. James, I'm with you. I ah, uh, I might yeah. hit Warhammer 2. Um, is is my follow up? <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> Join the club. Like, I was like, "What are you doing?" Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, James, you were meant to play at a tournament this weekend, right? I was. Yeah. Thanks for the game, by the way, Nathan. It was obviously super fun. I had a great time. I also I got to use oh, yeah, the yeah. new uh, app, fun. didn't I? Yes, you did. You scored it on the app, and uh, I got to use one of the fancy. New Iron Jaws battle trait, battle you tactics. Did. You And that was even on the it app as on... well. Yeah. Smash all the puny gits. It's there. Not on, on the, the app. Age of Sigmar app. So you can do it. No, oh no, not no. on that app. Can't find it anywhere <laughs> on that app. But I can find it on the the other the Bruce the Bruce app. <laughs> James James, two questions. One, <laughs> yep. uh, how do you feel about um you not being able to find white dwarf updates? So if you guys aren't aware, just for everyone at home, uh there are white dwarf updates to I think at this point Sons of Behemoth, Cities of Sigmar, Seraphon, Slaves to Darkness, and yeah, those ones. Those white yeah. white dwarf updates. But even the battle tome, so there as far as I'm aware, none of those are in the app, but the battle tome Battle tactics are also not in the app. How do you feel? Uh, well, I've used the storm. Well, I've read the Stormcast ones, and they're rubbish. So, so you don't bothered. care? No, I think I honestly think. Like I know we talked about that before, but I honestly think like scrap all those. Just play with the the core. What is that? Six, eight, eight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just play with the core eight. Be done with it. Because okay. some of them are dumb. Like that giant one where it's like just kick an objective backwards is a lot easier than the Stormcast one that's like get a Cities of Sigmar unit to cap an objective on like turn four. And I'm like, oh, there's not one in my list. <laughs> <laughs> but if I'm playing Gargans, there's definitely a giant in there. So Yes, 100%. Yeah. Um yeah, well, I mean, we talked about this already. It kind of, uh, like, talked about this when I reviewed them, but it pigeonholes your army even more, those battle tactics. Like, the yep. Stormcast one, there's also one, like, do it with a dragon. Yep. Um, I mean, that, as of next week, might be useful. But up until now... Well, that's what I was about <laughs> to ask you. Have you gone and got yourself any dragons? I brought some dragons. Did you do the whole dragon army? Oh, yeah. Dragons? Well, technically, I have a whole dragon army. Okay. Uh, you'll probably moan about the 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 build of that dragon army. Please, please inform us. So I brought uh, eight dragons. Yep. Uh, two are larger than the other six. Oh yeah, you bought the two uh, big fellas. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Someone on Twitter asked me, it was like it was like Rob, uh Rob, I want to get the new dragons. What's the list? And I said, Well, buy these, 
then don't buy the new dragons and add these other ones on as well um but no i mean it's exciting Do, were you inspired james by all of the paint jobs by the content creators who've been giving them ahead of time uh, did that fill you with like were you like that's cool to see other people get stuff way ahead of me a paying customer that's fun uh that's inspired me to want to buy them uh it didn't inspire me to want to buy them i wanted some anyway um i have to say like uh, none of them inspired me to paint mine in any specific way other uh, than what I'll probably do anyway. There was a couple that I really liked, most nondescript. Oh, interesting. Nathan, did you happen to see the paint job? Twitch chat, same question. I saw some dragons on Twitter, but I didn't. I, I noticed some people were saying they got them and some people were pretending they got them or something. I don't know what was going on. There was dragons. They were alright. Um, but, yeah. I'm painting squigs, so that's better. I mean, obviously. They're just better dragons, right? Uh, thank you to the untalented hobbyist for subscribing for the first time. Congratulations. You're not an untalented hobbyist. You're doing really well. Yeah? Everyone's proud yeah. of you. Uh, I hope he's glued a whole model the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> but not on purpose. <laughs> but just to his head. Got a conversion. Got a conversion. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, glued a model to his head. That's the so, so, conversion. So, yes. James. Um, yeah? Uh, the follow-up bit of question I have for you is, you were meant to play a tournament this weekend. How did it go? I was. I didn't play a tournament this weekend uh -huh. because Warhammer World was covered in the excrement of other people. <laughs> Not mine. I haven't been in a long time. <laughs> You've been saving it yeah. up. Was that you? And, now they, and then they, they cancelled no, the tournament. I, I don't think I've been to Warhammer World in a, over a year now. Oh, really? Maybe almost two. Interesting. In fact, the last time I might have gone was with you. With me? Yeah. Oh, nice. What a great time. We should go again. It's near me. We should. One day when it's open. Yeah. Yeah. It's open now. They opened on Saturday. Oh, okay. Oh, that was nice of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I didn't play. Um, and, and also, like, I, as it is now a meme, uh, I had played a lot of Warhammer. Mm -hmm. uh, and so uh, we debated playing some more. But then uh, Meg was really sick. So I decided to take the weekend off. Uh, yeah, good. Oh. Uh, did you have? I hope she's okay. By the way, did uh, yeah, she's fine. good? Did you have a good time? Yeah, it was good. Uh, I played one game of Warhammer because I think James Hobbs had withdrawal symptoms, mm -hmm. um, and he beat me. Uh, so he was playing a like jokey list, but we rolled for a battle plan and we played one from the matched play general's handbook mm. i don't think i've ever played which is the you can only score with a leader one. Oh yeah no nope which is terrible <laughs> i've i've played that one i played it against gargan because <laughs> they did the, their own thing i had to do these i had to i could only score like in special type of way they were just like yeah we'll just do whatever we want and they scored yeah. Yeah, I, it's an interesting one right because it scored that new way and then like the old one was painful to play when you had to have a leader but the new one it's just worse and i'm not even sure why like as i was playing i was like this works worse than the one previously 
but I'm not really even sure what in my head made it feel that way. It just felt worse. But we had a nice time. Like, like. obviously, <coughs> James has been on the T Sports a fair few times, and we play together a lot. So, so that was nice. We had a laugh. Such a good-looking uh, man. He's got that beautifully converted bastion. Uh, so that attacked me. Uh, I had a bastion. He had a bastion. Bastion shouted at bastions. Neither bastion killed the other bastion. Um, but yeah, it was good. So we did that. And then um, Meg convinced me to go to the German market in Birmingham, uh, which I hate. I'm going to be honest. It's always too busy. Don't be like that. Um, so we did that. <laughs> uh, but actually, it snowed, and that was nice. Nice to be out in the snow, like some snow. It was cute. Ah, so it's like a fairy tale yeah. in the German market in Birmingham. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it was nice. Oh, nice. So it okay, well, good. Uh, I'm glad that you're both. It sounds like you're both uh, in a chipper place. Uh, that's lovely. Uh, Twitch chat today's show. Uh, YouTube thugs and, and podcast homies. Uh, today's show, we're going to be uh, talking about... Nathan and James will kind of want to know a little bit about the stats. We did the stats earlier, so they want to ask me some yes. questions about them, uh, which I think is... Uh, which I'm going to go through and show you guys on stream. Uh, also, there's a main subject of the show, uh, which we're going to talk about in a little bit, which is uh, the One Rule War Scrolls. There's been um, an article published in White Dwarf from the game designers about Age of Sigmar, and that's going to be the main subject of our show, uh, because actually... Uh, I think it's pretty rubbish, but I want to talk to you guys about it and see how you all feel, basically. Um, especially all of you Lumineth players, because you definitely don't have one rule on your war scroll, unless it's a rule and then it says, <laughs> in addition, in addition, in addition. It still seems like 17 rules somehow, um, uh, which is fun. Thanks, Procrustive Scruff, for resubscribing. So that's what we're going to talk about today, if that's, if that's cool with you guys. Works for me. All right. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. nice. Well, let me uh, don my jacket. Um, okay. All right. Stats. So we did the stat show earlier, uh, just uh, which is pretty, which is pretty cool. Um, uh, also, uh, actually, James, before we do that, you do remember that you own Earth Two. Uh, always. So, like, I just like it's, uh, not Earth Two. Sorry, Games Workshop on Earth Two. For you guys that might not remember, there's a like a third party AR app, uh, like that James bought. Imagine the metaverse. But James already bought Games Workshop in the Metaverse many a moon ago. Uh, we bought it for like, how much did we buy it for? Like a pound? Two pound? Uh, no, no. It was like 25 quid. And how much is it now worth? Uh, well, how much is it? Is it worth really? Or how much is it worth to me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's currently worth about two grand. No, it's not. Yeah, but in dollars. Oh, okay. But I mean, that's a good meme, though. It's a good yeah. meme. Imagine how living... Uh, Have you thought about contacting Games Workshop to sell it? Oh, it's for sale. So if anyone from Games Workshop's listening, uh, it's up for sale on Earth 2. You go to earth2.io. Other metaverses are probably available. Uh, <laughs> but there isn't a Warhammer World on there, I guarantee it. Uh, if they'd like to buy it, I've renamed it Warhammer World, so it's ready for them. Uh, and they can buy it for $100,000. Oh, okay. Because how much is it worth to oh. you? Yeah, hundred thousand dollars. That's what I'm asking. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, great. Um, all right. So the stats. So uh, Nathan and James. Uh, Nathan, I'm sure you want to know. Uh, but do you want to ask any questions yes. about the stats, James? You got any questions about the stats? 
Well, I missed the stats show, but then I heard there were two stats shows. How come well, there were so, two? Because really, the stats center show that we do on a Monday isn't really a stats center show. Like, it's really we just talk about the event results from the weekend. But Rob and Ziggy put all the stats together. It's actually a lot of data to put together from Sunday night into Monday morning. I spend I spend portions yeah. of my Sunday night and Monday morning just like just reviewing the lists before I talk about them on Monday day. So uh, then later on, the ac- actual statistics using actual numbers take a huge amount of time to put together um like uh so so the first show was more like these are the scores from the weekend uh wimbledon wanderers three Leighton orient five etc etc can i just say something and it's yeah feels like you're suggesting you might not know what the content of one of the shows is which i do every week for more than a year um, and you featured on. No, I've I've, I've seen okay. that show. I, yeah, yeah. The that's the that's the one that you normally do with Owen yes, Jackson. That's the that one. show. Yes, yes. Okay. okay. Right. Cool. Uh, but then you then you thought that the, it was worth having a different show to do the breakdown of whatever happened or the numbers, number crunching show. <laughs> Awesome. Cool. So the number crunch. So we've done the results show. Uh, so do you want? Yeah. Uh, do you, would you like to know what any numbers that you seek? And I, like an oracle, shall find said numbers. Uh, can I ask one? Yeah, James, please feel free. Um, what percentage of Iron Jaws players have three wizards? <sighs> None. Zero percent, James. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's already wrong. We know that Nathan has three wizards. Fuck. Uh, Nathan? This is a future stat. <laughs> it's a future, future stat. stat. The thing is, is Robin's thinking you've tried their hardest to get the stats to this level. They, we don't know that information yet. It's too much. I know. Uh, I was just winding you up. I know. I... Yeah. So the le- level, level of details mainly about well, games. Well, that's where, that's where we can get really fucking spicy if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, show us, show us. All the right, spice. okay. Well, should we, should we? Well, okay. We'll we'll do gloom spike gits. How does that sound, Nathan? Painful yeah, for Nathan. I'm, I'm all all up, all up for hearing about the top performing faction. Okay, so yes. so they're actually the worst performing faction. Uh, what? You've got the graph upside <laughs> down, haven't you? So uh, to, to, to give you a quick update, uh, they're at 31% win rate. Nice. Oh, that's not, not bad. Yeah, well, it's actually technically the worst. <laughs> oh, okay, that's bad. Um, and yeah. Beast of Chaos, Chaos are the second worst, 34%. Nice. Okay. Right, okay. Yeah. Happy with that? Where's, uh, well... Not really. Oh, there I can see it now on the picture. Just right. A, okay. So thirty-one. What's so? So it ranges from thirty-one to 60%. what's the what's the Sons top one there? Sixty percent. Sixty. Right. Okay. So we've got some catching up to do. <laughs> I see. You got some games to win, Nathan. <laughs> Put those yeah. eye jaws down, Nathan. You need to start. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I should be taking the gits this weekend. Oh well. Um, James, have you got any questions about like the win rate before we move on? 
Yeah, uh, just just interestingly, so in there I can see bone splitters. Mm. Are they? A, a, do we class those as a faction anymore? Is that the sub faction in the new book, or is that from technically? No, technically you're right, but like I personally think and have always thought that those three now four sub factions are so independent. Like they basically have their own allegiances, right? Like yep. so, I like and their allegiance abilities or their sub faction allegiance abilities are as um detailed if not more detailed than the stormcast eternals one so i'm just like i i personally am making the distinct distinction to to break them out okay that was just curious because i could see bone splitters mm -hmm. okay yeah yeah, mm. yeah. oh what? can i also yeah cool. um so what we're saying is a sub faction of a book is better than two entire army books well, yeah, and like Nikki De Williams says, yeah, the uh, the the Bone Splitters also um, do have their own sub factions, if you know what I mean. So, I, I, it's not a whole book. Oh yeah, you're right. Gits and Beasts of Chaos do have whole books. In fact, quite interestingly, I think there are more uh, Gits units in the Gits book than there are actually in the whole Uruk War Clans book, which is actually four armies, all of which are better than the Gits book. Nice. Even corn's better. I mean, that's disappointing, Nathan. You might want to talk to them, Gits. Yeah, it's all subjective what better is, surely. <laughs> or is it? <laughs> yes, correct. All right. Uh, but, yeah. And you can also see that... At least we're better than Sorry? Chaos Dwarves. Uh, At least we're better uh, we're than dead. Chaos Dwarves. We're dead and it's, it's all over. Uh, right, so, but if we look at this next um, uh, sheet, which you guys should enjoy, yeah, um, uh, you'll see uh, Gloomstrike Gits is a tough one because they don't have any sub-factions, so we might move to... James, give me another one that's not Stormcast or Gits. Uh, give me Citizen Sigma. Oh, okay. It's a bit of a no, not Citizen Sigma? Lumineth. Okay, give me <laughs> I mean, I did give you that, you chose it, but okay. Should we do Zinch? No, no, I want Lumineth now. Okay, all right. Right, so you can you see can the win rate. Salty while you tell me. So you can see the win rate on the screen, right? Yeah. But then we also break that down into sub-factions. So, uh, James, you were talking about sub-factions earlier. Yeah. So if you want to look at the different sub-factions, you're able to. So you can see uh, that, like, Zytrek, for instance, yeah, has got a 59% win rate versus 57 for, Z yep. for Zytrek. But then Helon has 58 sire is actually 61 so technically um uh thank you very much bad posture painting for resubscribing and also i think i also saw someone else resubscribe yeah percussive scruff thanks babes um you can see that the different sub factions perform differently with sire getting a 61 percent win rate so they're slightly better mm. yeah so um i thought i thought you'd like that so if you want to look at any is there any armies you think sub factions might be different or have you got any thoughts on or anything you'd like to ask um yeah, so the oh. it, so alumnia. Yes. Don't know what it does. Okay. Not going to pretend I do. Yeah. But that is ten percent lower than the next one. Yes, I mean it's not as popular, obviously, but it is much worse as the sub faction. More... Yeah. 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 Like, a, a, do we think it's just a worse sub faction? Yes. Is that okay? basically well the interesting thing also is 91 percent of lumineth lists have uh a battle regiment okay yeah is that is that most armies wow. though no have a battle regiment actually 
I can I can flip the script on that for you, and uh, I'll go to Fire Slayers, right? And because Fire Slayers, like Nathan, like a lot of characters <coughs> which are useless, yep. yeah, they have most popular um, battalion is actually a warlord because the army plays differently. They want a, they want a yeah. bunch of units and they want more artifacts, so they go for the warlord. Nice, yeah. So, like, that's because that's an interesting kind of breakdown because we haven't been able to look at this stuff before. It's all going to be on the Honest Wargamer website, by the way, for everyone to check out. But the bit, the bit that might. Cool. So, can you sort? <coughs> sorry, can you sort by so like the battle mm -hmm. regiments? Can you use that as a as a sorting thing as opposed? So across factions, show shows you which faction likes battle regiments no those, you'd have to go to the detailed sheet for each faction and work it out yeah. but yeah, for each like, faction. Um, yeah, yeah well i mean i reckon those elves have got it at 91 percent. they must love it all standing <laughs> to, like deploying yeah, they together do, baby. they must love that it's stuff. been brought up in the chat yeah. that they, this might not be as accurate as meta watch <laughs> um, so it was <laughs> i need to finish my question this is a serious yeah one. sorry so, sorry Sorry. At what point would this tell me I could use at the double or unleash hell on the screen? So I'm looking at the stats. Yes. But it doesn't tell me to use unleash hell. Uh, uh, it doesn't. It doesn't tell you when to do this at all in here. Interestingly, oh. I don't know. So does it's probably uh. not as statistically accurate as matter what. <laughs> <laughs> safe to say safe to say Good. it's not i was just checking safe to say and i like so the the the, the Don't matches forget, you're not winding me up you're winding up ziggy and rob who've worked really hard yeah so no, i think they'll take the j um the yeah. matches played so that's from all the tournaments you've covered no, no, no. This is, no, 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 no. This is from uh, most. Some uh, events didn't go in because they had soft comp or a team event or some other bits. But this is from most five-day events we've had since Age of Sigma 3 launched. 65 tournaments, 6,767 games. That's a terrifying amount of games, eh? Cool. Yeah. That's crazy. Do you have, like, head-to-head? -head? Sure, baby. Um, what do you want? Stuff. Before whoa 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 before we go uh, hang on sorry before we go to the next screen yeah. oh you've gone no no it's okay I just wondered so there was six thousand seven hundred thirty five matches yeah six six thousand seven hundred sixty seven matches so it, yeah so is there a button somewhere you can click yeah that shows us that three thousand of those matches were played by Aaron Jackson <laughs> because he is everywhere I can I can if we actually go to the faction review and we click OCR Bone Reapers. Uh, we could actually see uh, that <laughs> seventy-seven percent of those games were played in Petrofex Elite. Uh, it doesn't say with Nagash, but you assume that they're Owen Jackson, right? Yes, that's fair. I'm glad yeah. to know. I was just curious. I thought you would. I thought you might want to see that. Um, interestingly, uh, do you guys have any thoughts on why? Uh, I, I think I've worked out why. Uh, nine raw tournaments in the row, boys. Not in nine weekends. Go in, Owen, in the chat. Oh, wait. Oh wait! Oh wait! Um, I think he's coming to the tournament that I'm at. And maybe weekend. me. Well, I'm sure he is. I'm sure he's at all he the tournaments. Yeah, he can't not play a tournament, right? To. Who the champion yeah. of when Bobo? When he's at two simultaneously. Could, the champion of Bobo. You can just. That is true. Yeah, the Bobo oh. champion. Yeah. Yeah. If you're at a tournament, you'll see Owen Jackson. Basically, that's what we're saying. <laughs> if you don't see him. 
That's what the stats <laughs> that's, say. Yeah, that's a different <laughs> sheet. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So that's OCR. So you wanted a head-to-head, Nathan, or did you? What else did you want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. What's head-to-head say? Uh, Seraphon versus Gits. Oh, okay. Well, actually, interestingly, we can just do all of Gits. So we've got a sheet that just shows you literally Gits versus everyone. If that makes you feel better. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. really? Oh, okay. So who are the best uh, against? Okay. So Gloomspite Gits. Um, who are they best against? Yeah. Bone splitters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> and beast of chaos. Uh, but no, yeah, no, no, no that's not actually uh... true. Oh no, it is true. You're right, James. Fifty-seven percent of the time, you'll be um, uh, beast of chaos. Oh really? So they they <laughs> that uh, maggot they're worse than them. <laughs> <laughs> You haven't beat Maggotkin of Nurgle any times ever. <laughs> How many games? Ever. Never uh, ever. Seven, James. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> However, you have played Sons of Behemoth twenty-two times, and you've yes. only won four. You've only won fourteen percent of those. That's quite impressive. I'm I'm actually impressed at that statistic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how that happened. Okay, well, against Owen Jackson wow. and the OCR Bone Reapers, the Gits yes. uh, have uh, a 9% win rate. Yeah, it's tough. I've lost to Owen Jackson, actually, with the Gits. So I can't no, believe that uh, one. Not the easiest. Uh, yeah. So I guess, uh, I guess uh, a real... So what was it versus Seraphon? Oh, sorry, then? versus Seraphon. Um, yeah. where is Seraphon? Oh, uh, oh 43%. Yeah. 23 games. I thought they were pretty good yeah. against that. Yeah, and 23 yeah. games, so quite a lot. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah. uh, Gwani, Gwani Gumo, thank you very much for being a first-time chatter in the chat. Love first-time chatters, and also everyone who's tuned in for four years. You guys are the best. Uh, he says, utmost importance is the Spider Fang matchups. Okay, so I think there is a way... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, forget. This is uh, this is kind of a follow up. Um, so I can. Uh, there is a Grim Scuttle Tide win rate, and it's thirty five percent. And only six percent of people are playing them. Yeah, only yes. They're not the most popular of sub factions. Maybe if everyone's got arachnophobia. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. As a as a weird side note. Mm. If anyone's played the game Grounded, okay. which is excellent, okay. uh, the spiders are terrifying. So maybe those spiders should go and learn from those spiders. Okay, maybe. And also, yeah. as a really yeah. inclusive game, if you've got a arachnophobia, you can put a little slider on it, turns the spider into a floating blob, <laughs> then you don't have to be scared. Oh, that's cute. What? <laughs> <laughs> got to be inclusive, Nathan. Like this show. I, like, okay. I might do that Thanks. next week. Yeah. I might do that cool. next week at Leicester GT if I get like drawn against Zinch or something. I might be like, oh, I actually have demon phobia. So can this, can I change my pairing? <laughs> can they just be bases? Can I change my pairing, please? I've got. <laughs> <laughs> Those elves smell funny. Can I play against something else? Please? It's offending me. Um, so that's Gits. Um, now, a little interesting thing here on the side. Oh, Nathan, there's another interesting kind of stits, uh, get stat, uh, actually, uh, yes. which isn't um, the best news. But the, as you can see here on the screen, so the meta representation, like how popular an army is, 
so Git's actually a 2.5% yeah. of the meta. So they're more popular than Nighthorn, Corn, Fire Slayers, Cruel Boys, Legion of Chaos Ascendant, Flesh Eater Courts, Slanesh, Beast of Chaos, Big White, and Bone Splitters. So they're more popular than all of those. Right. Uh, oh, they're quite, yeah, they're not anywhere near the bottom, are they? They're bottom half, they're so, yeah, mid table, bottom half of mid table. Hmm. However, Fair enough. that's not bad for, for an army that doesn't. Well, exactly. Well, so. Uh, so I have this thing uh, called the PWP. Um, oh, yeah. do you? I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, is there a cure? <laughs> so PWP. Uh, oh, PWRP, yes. I guess. PWRP. 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 Oh, yeah. oh, that's a different matter. Also, yeah, congratulations. Which I would like you yeah. to quote uh, when you're playing tournaments at the weekend. You'd be like, actually, the PWRP of this is, uh, and that's your opportunity. Um, uh, that's This is your opportunity to quote the positive win rate potential. Okay. Right. Okay. okay. What's so, that? What does that so even you know, James, yeah. James, I'm going to ask you. You know, you go to an event. Yeah. Are you happy if you win three games, i.e., win more games or have a positive win rate than you are if you only win two? I probably a bad thing because I don't really care. But I think like winning's generally nicer. Like people generally enjoy winning more. I don't think you can remove that from people. Uh, so I think look, most people, I would say, aim for a three-two, right? I would say that's yeah. like you would feel comfortable with your weekend if you went away with a 3 2, right? Yeah, because it's a weird one, isn't it? Yeah. Because we play five games, not six. Like three and three would be like dead mid road, but three and two is like positive over negative. Yeah. Whereas two, three is a bit like, oh, sad face. Yeah. Well, I think it's negative yeah. over positive. Yeah. It's the other way around. So. Yeah, yeah. So that being yeah. the case, I was like, okay, well, what is the likelihood or what's the percentage so far for an army to have a positive win rate potential, i.e. win three, four, or five games at a tournament, okay? So yep. if you play Gits, yeah. Nathan, the likelihood yes. that you're going to have a positive win rate potential is, let me just look up the chart, okay, 17%. Oh, we're at the bottom <laughs> again. How did that happen? 17%. Yes. Okay, so if I play 100 tournaments in 17 of those, I'll win three out of two games. Three out of five. Okay. I've got a lot more tournaments to get. You've got a lot more. Yeah. Uh, whereas, James, um, if you were yep. to take Sons of Behemoth to tournament, you have a 68, nearly 70% chance of having a positive win rate potential. Nice. It's pretty... Is it... Is there like a negative connotation to that at all? I guess yeah, I, is yeah, that I, does that make your life easier, or does that make you go to a tournament and expect more of yourself? It's a good point, actually. I don't know. Uh, I think that's a really good point. How do you, James? Like, have you ever played with an army that you knew was very, very good? And like, I know you're not generally too fussed about how you place, but seventh place at Bobo would say that you're trying quite hard. Um, uh, <laughs> so uh my question is like have you ever felt like pressure do you know what i mean like because you've been playing a stronger think, army do you know hilariously yeah. so i might have talked about it last week i can't remember because i know i've spoke about it somewhere but like a little bit like i wrote that stormcast list and it was supposed to be a bit of a joke mm. because i just wanted to take the three big heroes and then i think there was a point like <coughs> as that 
like as I played those two, two one day of the week before and the list had done quite well. And then I came to Bobo and I was like, oh no, this is this is doing better than it than I anticipated. And then I think like going into my last game, I was like, I'm high and this list was supposed to be stupid, but you know, like you grow attached to the little models. And I was like, oh, these three heroes are looking at me and now I they have to perform. So I think like like at that <laughs> in that last game, I was like, I can't let these three down. I have to actually play. And I think for me, and I, I know people's reasonings would be different, but I think like there was a little part of me that went into that and I was like, oh, I want to do well. And so I think like it only came about when I was like, oh, this list performs better than the the hilarity it was supposed to be of just taking the three heroes because I'm indecisive and couldn't make my mind up. So I think if I'd have gone and say chose, let's say because uh was a uh, positive win weight potential. So if I went and said, oh, I'm going to buy Daughters of Kane Army, or yeah, Daughters of Kane, because they're not quite tough, but they're quite high. I think, like, then maybe I look and I go, oh, well, I'm supposed to do well. Yes. Whereas if I yeah. take Gits, I'm like, cool, I'm already up against it. So every every win is like a, a, a little mark on the wall for the underdog. Um, whereas I think if I'm Daughters of Cain, I'm like, oh, I'm up with the big boys. I have to perform well yeah. because because it's already down on there. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's actually a really good point. I hadn't really considered. <coughs> I guess if you're a Sons of Behemoth player, I guess you can mess it up. Um, uh, like somehow. I think anyone can mess it up, right? I guess so. Oh, yeah. And your dice can mess up sometimes. Harder, I think yeah. harder. Like, I think there's points in games where you're like, "Oh, I, I have to make this charge to get on, to get onto an objective." I think it's probably a bit harder when your base is like the size of an objective, to maybe avoid it. But if people have screened well, and you're new, like I think if I'm new and I'm like, "Right, what's good?" I'm competitive and I'm new and I'm like, "Right, what's good?" Sons of Bearmat. Don't even know what they are. What do I buy? Four big things. Cool. Do I understand the game? No. Have I brought models, painted them, gone to an event three weeks in? Yes. And then I think you play, you know, Owen Jackson, who's 9,932 events under his belt <laughs> in six weeks. Uh, like, not getting tabled's probably hard. Um, especially when he's hand of dusting you. <laughs> What's happened? <laughs> Nothing. It's a joke because I'm hoping Owen's still in the chat because the other week he was moaning about losing to a Sons of Bayamat army. And I said, well, why didn't you just hand of dust them? That's only four turns. <laughs> and he shouted, I can't hand of dust them. I said, I know. And ran. <laughs> you ran away. <laughs> All right, there's something to that, Nate. Nathan, I don't think you, pla I don't think you yes. plan to play lower tier armies um because it gives you a safety net i think it's because you're i mean and i mean this with love a belligerent fuck uh is my main thoughts what? <laughs> <laughs> uh so my uh how do you, do you feel at any point like under pressure because you're going to be playing with iron jaws this weekend at leicester dt right you're going to that event so yeah, the yeah. internet yeah. and so, everyone yeah, says that they're very good so yeah 
So there's definitely more pressure to to uh, get a positive, what's it called? Potential positive uh, win rate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. yeah, the pressure's on now, whereas with the Gits, there's no pressure. Although, yeah, I mean, although the reason, that's not the reason why I choose the Gits. It's just because I like, I like my little Gits, um, which is why I'm painting some more of the squeaks. Because, uh, uh, yeah, they're just great. Look at that guy. He's got such a smiley face. You can't how see it because of my stupid background. How have you not all of the squigs already? <laughs> he brought more. No, well, I, found, I got three more. So that I could bump my... Because I've got some like odd numbers. So now I've managed to bump like all the odd numbers up to make an extra unit. So now I can take an extra unit of squigs and drop maybe some grots or something. Excellent. Excellent, excellent. Seventeen percent. Uh-huh. Just gonna put that there. Not that that means anything. Like I'm comfortable with you taking it. I just think uh, because what the reason I I, uh, I asked for the guys to create the stats, James, was specifically because of like new people, right? So like the the kind of like thing that Polygeek is saying in the chat, real Polygeek, which which I can kind of like understand and agree with, is like pick the army that you like, and just run with it, right? Just enjoy yourself, have a good time. Like pick the army you like, but at the end of the day going to an event is like or even if you don't go to an event if you drop a couple of hundred pounds or several hundred pounds on an army and you're playing it down at club club mm. club right you you know you might be like ah oh, i don't club, really club. i've only got these dudes and i lose a lot like it's all right when you go away at the weekend and you're having a laugh with the lads but you know you've done a hard day at work and it's club night or a game at your local or whatever and then you know your mates like i've got the new dragons and you're like I've still got the squigs, I reckon. Um, if we, like, could you not, not kill me? That'd be super <laughs> nice. If you could just not uh, kill me. And I think that's kind of the point because I, there isn't a huge disparity. Um, uh, it's just some of the armies really, really struggle, like Corn and Beast of Chaos, Sinesh, Big Wascaven, Nighthaunt, Stormcast, and Sylvaneth, all those Stormcast is an older book issue. So, like, you know, I, that's just kind of really why I like I uh, like I got the guys to put it together, because I think, actually, it's really nice to know that. Is there any on there, James, if you had the opportunity to look at them? Any on there that surprised you? Or, um, Nathan, any on there that surprised you? Because some people um, uh, are always a bit surprised by it. Mm. I think the most surprising cities... But I also think that's one of those armies that lots of people had access to or have access to if they've played the hobby for a long Mm. time. And there's so many builds and lists. And then every time I've ever seen one, someone either has to play it like impeccably or badly. Yes. Yes, it's actually one of those. Uh, I, I need a name for that. I, if anyone could come up with one. Sometimes there are books where they've got lots and lots of units. Uh, see, this is a good example. And there's one killer build inside that book. But everything else is just like, it's literally one list. There it is written out. And then everything else is like, why am I here? What am I doing? Steam tanks. Uh, what, I, what? Why do you, hydras? Why do you exist? Uh, Etc. Like, why do they exist? Charybdis. Charybdis. Why? <laughs> Charyb. Why? That didn't work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a unicorn list. Oh, I like that, Smitty Pence. Thank you. That's good. No, they killed the national though. animal of Scotland. If some people are not aware of that. There you go. Okay. All right. Um, 
Fun fact. Rob, yeah. Rob's facts. I mean, facts. obviously... Rob's facts, yeah. <laughs> about unicorns. Rob's unicorn facts. Or Scottish facts. Go on, Nate. Carry on. Yeah. Uh, no, well, I, I mean, obviously, the the Auric Warclans book is still fairly new, so they'll probably uh, settle show on that tomorrow. higher up. Mm. Yeah. Cool. That'd be good. Uh, yeah, and like you say, with the cities, obviously, there's just the wide range. Like a lot of people are going to just take more narrative or less competitive builds out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you would, it's all it's all from events, right? So you assume most of them are like intended to be tournament lists. If not, uh, anyway. So yeah, you're right. So that's that's kind yeah. of an interesting uh, bit of the stats which you guys will be able to look at. They'll all be on the Honest War Game website. So this is where we get into the the meat and potatoes, which I think might make you a bit mad uh, here. So this little uh, this little um, section. So uh, I've obviously explained these already, but I wonder what you two think. Because I... hang on, what sort of mad? Angry mad, or just like Doc Brown from Back to the Future mad? Um... <laughs> uh, I'll go top brown. I'll go top brown mad. Okay. Yeah, that's a good mad. Cool, um, cool, cool. So this is the top uh, mid and bottom tier win rate. So what we did is we broke the, all of the armies into either top tier, middle tier, or bottom tier armies. Okay. Yeah. So in the top was Sons of Behemoth, Lumineth, Zinch, Seraphon, Daughters of Cain, and Legion of Chaos Ascendant. They're the six in the top. Yep. Yeah. Everything else was in the middle, and then in the bottom was Gits, Beast of Chaos, um, uh, Corn, Bone Splitters, um, a couple of other armies, um, Skaven, most notably Skaven, they've got a terrible win rate. Yeah. Um, so they're all in the bottom yeah. tier, right? So you can kind of be like, okay, these armies have probably got like a 40% or worse win rate. In the bottom tier the uh top tier have got a 55 or better percent win rate and then there's everything in the middle okay yeah you happy with that okay yeah. so with that you can see how each army does against a certain tier and then also who the bad guys are in each tier so if you're running a bottom tier gits army nathan then yeah. you don't want to play legion of chaos ascendant because you'll lose 73% of the time. Oh, okay. okay. Same with Lumineth and Ideneth, right? Yeah. Right? Oh, really? Whereas James, because oh, okay. you're pushing your top tier uh, Lumineth around, or maybe some Stormcast, yep. yeah? You don't want to play against Zinch, Sons of Behemoth, or Seraphon, because those are the three only armies to beat the top tier armies. Right, okay. okay. I'm following. You're following. You're following. Yeah. Okay, so, but where it gets really fun is if you go back to the faction tab, right, which you guys, like, have seen already, yeah, is if you look at Gits, Nathan, they're best yeah. at fighting the bottom-tier armies. Yeah, we're good at fighting other weak Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, yeah. Um, however, uh, you're still, a, and you're, like, 1% better at fighting the top armies, or you're equal. You would think you would be much, much worse at fighting the top-tier armies, right? But you aren't. Yeah. You're as good at beating the top tier armies as you are at beating the middle tier armies. So that kind of makes it quite interesting. Right. right. Okay. And and then you get to like do some real, uh, you get to have some real questions about like why 
that happens, like as Marchetta is saying in the chat, because Gits have got some pretty strong board control and a lot of bodies. A lot of armies in the top tier aren't really specced for playing into the top tier. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I thought they would be quite good against Seraphon. And yeah, they were 43% against Seraphon, which is, for a Gits player, that's pretty good. Really. Okay, so here's so, yeah. the test. James, Nathan, Legion of Chaos Ascendant, right? Yeah. They're kind of that techie... Yeah exciting army that's like like good at shutting down gargants in the gash they've got kairos they've got bellacore right they feel like they're built they've got a massive win rate they're in the they're in the top six the bad guy six as we know them yeah the evil six um the the, the shitters oh no six shitters no no uh it doesn't work uh james nathan which tier do you think legion of chaos is yes. best against so are they good at uh, top. top? Because they should. Because yeah. the top tiers normally have the big important models at the moment. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nate, you agree with that? Yeah. 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 I would say yeah. They're good at um, fighting all the. I mean, obviously the gets numbers weren't good, but I say they're good at fighting stuff that's got elite things, which seems to be the the t <coughs> the top top, top tier lists at the moment. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, can I just yeah. say shout out to Philip Kartiev in the chat, uh, my favorite Russian Warhammer player. Um, uh, oh. Well, actually, they don't have a yeah. positive win rate into the top tier, 48%. Oh, really? However, they fucking dominate the bottom tier. Dominate the bottom tier. Is it because they can stop the net? <laughs> exactly, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I think that's it's really interesting. There's loads and loads of... Um, uh nathan by the way philip cartier is actually going to be at the Leicester gt you might get to play a world famous age sigma player in philip cartier oh yeah. awesome he also like cool what army is he uh, taking what army is he taking cities maybe zinch i don't know um but yeah basically like dave is saying in the chat thanks dave uh what you said he was yeah, russian, he russian guy is he coming from russia yeah, yeah he's so russian over like, here cool. nice stuff yeah nice good on him that was, that was. A, I thought that was a good. It was a great joke. Yeah, well you. done, you. Um, <laughs> however, the point is, is that um, the Legion of the Chaos Ascendant is actually a win more army. So it just, it just, it just beats the kids. So whenever you see someone pushing Legion of the First Prince around, they're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna slow a Gargant down, and then I'm gonna make it fail a battle tactic." And you're like, "No, you're just gonna really fucking hurt a piece of Chaos player's feelings. That's what you're gonna do." <laughs> 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 you're just trying to punch the little kids okay, <laughs> okay fair. Uh, which which i find pretty fascinating um yeah because yeah because we both said that it, we thought it would be they'd be good against the top so they're actually just about average against top but really good against beating up little That's kids it. That's it. It's just wild. Although they're not the kings of beating up little kids. That that particular that particular uh, accolade uh, goes to uh, the uh, the ever loved and never hated Eidneth Deepkin. Because uh, oh, I, was, I thought it was going. I thought you were going to say got the giant. No, it's. But, I think. Okay. I think it's Deepkin. In fact, actually, I might be wrong. No, it's. Uh, uh oh, it's. No, it is Loka. Sorry, and then it's Lumineth. Okay, because that must be such a fun yeah. experience, just having all your characters dead turn one. 
Uh, <laughs> what have you brought? The Gobbapalooza. What have you brought? 37 yeah. Nords. The anti Gobbapalooza. <laughs> <laughs> well, although I'll have you know. The Gobbapalooza are great. They have beaten Teclas and not 30 Sentinels, 20 Sentinels. But then they did lose to the Foxes. So, yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Uh, yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah. anyway, uh, so the stats all, I did a big long show about that earlier, and all the stats will be online for you guys. But it was interesting to know is there anything else you think you might want to know? Or is there anything that is, is that even useful? Does that help? Um, do you care? Uh, those are great ones. I bet if you're a competitive player, it's quite good to look at that and just see if you can maybe play it. Like you can pick on the meta and like what's what's punching the what what would be good to punch the big guys at the top. Because if you're wanting to play on the top tables, you won't be wanting to fight those mm -hmm. guys. So, do we know which is the best? army against the top uh, yeah. tier sure it's uh it is right there uh it's disciples of zinch they have a 50 they have a 55 percent oh. win rate into the top tier um and uh, a 54 percent uh then it's sons of behem at 54 percent and then seraphon at 52 so those are the three uh top tier <laughs> those are the top tier hunters basically so zinch sons or seraphon uh and actually really interestingly if we go and look at zinch uh, because I do think this is genuinely really interesting. Uh, they have a 58% win rate on their own. Yeah. So they're one of yeah. the ba big bad six. Uh, but if you take Hosar Karnum uh, in, so only sub faction Hosar Karnum, not the other ones that are bringing them down, yeah. they go up to 62% win rate. <coughs> and their win rate into the top meta turns into 59%. So it goes up. Hang on, is oh, wow. Guild of Summoners the highest win rate? Is that because it's been played twice? <laughs> Guild of Summoners has been played 40 times and it's got a 65% win rate. Someone knew what they were doing. Well, technically, no, because James, if you look if you look at the top right-hand corner, like I was talking to you about, Bobby Years, thanks for subbing, baby. So if you look on the so the, if you look at the top right, so yep. against the top tier, <coughs> they're 55%, middle tier, 55%, yep. and then bottom, 66 Okay? Host yep. Arcanum. 59% against the top, 62% against the mid, and 67%, right? So they're really good yep. against everyone. They're just a better army taking Hosar Khanum. Guild of Summoners, terrible against good armies, or a lot worse. Goes down to, well, they're not a lot worse, but 45%. But they just punk middle and bottom tier armies. Yeah? They, nice. That's what they do. Um, and again, it's not many games, uh, truthfully, but... Uh, <laughs> but also funny yeah very funny <laughs> that person had three big chickens <laughs> just working working their hardest just killing yeah. piece of chaos and fucking corn guys there's some corn <laughs> guy like stop this stop <laughs> and all his models are spawned <laughs> uh, yeah I was kind of hoping it would be useful for casual players I don't know why like that's why I did the the positive win rate potential PWRP Say it with me, yeah. PWRP, is uh, because I was hoping that that might give them, like, they'd be like, oh, it doesn't matter that I'm losing with my corn army. I should be losing with my corn army, right? Oh, okay. So, yeah. Yeah. See what you mean? Yeah, yeah. Make it so they can see that it's, it's not just their fault that they're rubbish, it's also the list's fault. Yeah. 
together they they yeah, yeah. synergize like a power ranger into a robot <laughs> I don't know yeah. if that's I don't know if that's uh, a synergy. Seraphon stats, yeah, I'll quickly show those on the screen if you want. Um, although I did do a show on this already today, so you guys can go and watch that in detail. Um, but I just wanted to know what James, uh, James and Nathan thought about it uh, because it's it's interesting hearing what other people might ask, which I hadn't thought to say. Uh, Seraphon got fifty five percent win rate, and everyone is taking Thunder Lizard. Nearly sixty percent of the lists are Thunder Lizard, and uh, they uh, they have a 52% win rate into the top of the meta. Yeah, so it, against the bad guys. But when you run Thunder Lizard, yep. it yeah. goes up to 56. Yeah. Really? And they're oh. just like super like steady across the board though, right? That's also got to be good. Huh? That's all, it, like, both of those stats are like f over 50, over 50, over 50. So like, you've got a 50% chance to win at anything like any level of the board whereas i guess if you were like 100 percent versus top but 30 percent versus bottom you could struggle at that bottom tier which would skew your end results yes yeah so they're consistent yeah, yeah that's yeah. the one yeah super consistent army aren't they uh uh yeah yeah it's a, it's a super consistent army anyway so there's a big show that i've already done that earlier um that you can go check out and nathan uh it's time for you uh, to start, well, so Mostin Powers made a, uh, a good point, which I'm going to come to in a minute. It's time to you start encouraging those yeah. Gits players, Nath, because I know they're going to say, because Gits players aren't going to give a shit. They're going to be like, we hold up everyone else. We're the strongest. Yeah, we're like, we're carrying everyone on our shoulders. I know how it's going, but I mean, obviously I agree with all those statements, but I guess my question is uh, what um, do you think needs to happen to the Gits book to bring it up? Oh, I don't know. It's uh, it's a tough one. Um, there's not like one thing you can point at. I don't think in that book. Obviously, some of the war scrolls probably need adjusting. Even just some of the keywords, really. Um, coherency has really screwed them up, and the change in some of the unit sizes as well. Um, so I think because they weren't they weren't this bad at the end of AOS two. And and then things like coherency have particularly hurt their bigger units. The reinforcing rule has hurt like their their threat units, and also the um, they've changed some unit size. So you've lost a lot of very small throwaway units that you've had. All of your units are over hundred points virtually. So um, a bit of a Although you've got a lot of board control, you don't have the cheap board control that you do on others. Um, I don't know. There must be something, right? Do you think, I, I, is I, it a points I, I, issue yeah. or is it war scrolls? I mean, you can change the points and then they will flood the board even more and then armies will struggle to beat them just because there's so many wounds right. uh, and so many models. Um, so I don't know if... But I don't know if that's a very nice way to how, how many points play the game? is 10 do they come in 10s or 20s what's that they're just like the cheap git unit the, yeah so they come in 20s and they're 150 points for 20 so, so so ages ago me and james well i wrote james hobbs a list i wanted him to run but he wouldn't run it that was a skin yeah. so 
pre oh was it i think it was new seraphon book actually so it was asking priest who was like 80 points yeah and then units of 10 skinks repeated until you maxed yes. out on points um yeah and it was the we've tried it on tabletop simulator and the units of 10 skinks filled a six by four. Oh, so it must have been last edition because it was a six by four. Filled a six <laughs> by four for like the entire deployment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I was like, you. I think you could win with this. Like, I think you can win just by them never being able to kill 10 skinks on repeat. Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is an option. You could just take units of 20 grots, like, Loads like uh, ten of them, hundred yeah, you know, that's fifteen hundred points, and then spend the other points on some heroes. Or Hard, harder to not like harder to to pass battle shocking gits when they're not bravery ten, I guess. Yeah, and also, yeah, obviously, if you took ten units of twenty, that wouldn't be as good as taking twenty units uh, of ten. Twenty, yeah, twenty units of ten. Definitely. So, well, yeah, uh, which is what they've lost. So, you used to be able to take 75 point units of squigs, but then they, then that was a unit of six, so five squigs and a herder. But now they changed the minimum unit size to being 10 squigs and two herders. So, they've doubled the size, right. and then they, then they increased the cost to 160. So, it wasn't that much of a point hike. I was only like five points up, but. You don't have those little cheap units that you can just throw forward onto. Yeah. Onto they did the same with squid hoppers. Squid hoppers is even worse because it's on a thirty-two mil base, and so you've got problems coherency. And then they've you can't take them in units of five, which you used to be able to do, and now they're in tens. So those you don't have any of those little dart units that you can just send out to throw away, unless you take like sneaky snufflers to do that job, but they're not that's not their role they're a buff piece, yeah they're not so. cheap either are they no they're 75 points so they are quite cheap but, uh, but i mean they're they're also yeah. die yeah oh yeah i mean you could just fill your army with sneaky snufflers and then just have three units of scrots at the back stood behind <laughs> 20 units of sneaky snufflers there you go see that's the list that's the list of brotherhood um, some comments in the chat I'd like to talk about uh, first one Nathan do you think it's a war scroll issue well yeah it's a combination of war scrolls I don't think the war scrolls have to be changed that much um, but uh, it's probably more yeah you could if you gave them the same treatment with their keywords as you gave like Seraphon then oh, I'm sorry. No, par. the question was uh, obviously the war scrolls for Gits are perfect. Should we make all of the other war scrolls worse? All the other war like, scrolls no, no, no. worse? In all the Gits the ones game. are, are yeah. clearly perfect. So should yeah, we just yeah, change all good. other war scrolls in the game and drop them down a bit? <laughs> uh yeah that, i mean is that better which way would you prefer it to go it's, it, gets up everyone else down into the dank hold yeah everybody join us in the dank hold that's where the that's where the price is right <laughs> that's where the, the fun is to be had yeah <laughs> rob i you don't want to, you don't need to be doing one gazillion mortal wounds just come and have fun 
stabbing people like the old-fashioned way. <laughs> with stabbers. With stabbers. Yeah. Uh, all right. Okay. Because uh, I did want to ask about that because, I, 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 you know, I think there's maybe a, a conversation about what gets changed because we've just started to hear about the rumors of the FAQ, right? So yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw some yeah. of these hot rumors out to both of you. James, I'm going to start with you and I want your reaction okay. and Twitch chat's reaction. Uh, okay. So first one. The first uh, rumor is Kragnos. James. Yes. Or maybe you don't care yep, as much as points. Nathan. Uh, is going up points. What? Yeah, to 800 points. But, hear me, he gets a ward save. Okay. And gets the mightier makes rightier rule. I don't know what that second it's rule is. It's the Gargant is. rule for standing on objectives. Okay. Uh, and uh, what ward save? And a ward save, yeah. Yeah, but what ward save? I don't know. Ch fucking dealer's choice. I don't. It's a rumor. Two plus. It's a, ru it's a rumor, so I don't know. Let's. I want him to have a better ward save than the gash. That's all well, I. Let's see the four plus or five plus. <laughs> I reckon five plus. I want it better than or the gash. What's plus. the gash? Four plus. Six plus. No, his is a four plus, James. Only against mortals, isn't it? It's a four. No, it's just a four plus ward, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. I win. <laughs> Pretty soon it's just a four at ward. Oh, um, it'll probably be a six plus because it'll be like the bonus. Oh, it's more wounds only. Uh, yeah, there we go. Well, I knew well, it. Of course, James. Oh, see, I've been learning my yeah, rules. Because you've been to 37 tournaments <laughs> that you hated. It's because I, I played Ewan and he knew every rule. <laughs> every rule. Every rule. Can we get a special shout out for Ewan, please, right now? Every week. Every... Love him. Yes. <laughs> If, if he was five years younger, I'd adopt him. It's <laughs> weird, but okay. Uh, <laughs> He's too old for me to adopt, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. By about, he told me when he was born. I think it's like 1997. I cried a little bit inside, and then I got over it. Right, for everyone at home, Ewan is uh, the best war gamer on the planet. I know you might think your friend is, but it's definitely Ewan. Uh, so yeah. that's important. Uh, yeah, it's true. Wow, <laughs> solid. You rarely get consensus from the team. So, uh, uh, Nathan, what do you think about Kragnos update? Maybe. Oh uh, yeah, it would be nice that he gets an update. I, I like the mightier makes rightier thing yeah. on him. Uh, bring him into line with the gargons. Sounds fun. I mean, although, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Fine. I think the mightier makes rightier thing on. Kragnos is a bit of a shame because you just want to throw him at people, right? Especially if you give him a ward save. You want to be like, this guy, he's in your face. Yeah, well, now he's going to be, like, really tough and he's just going to go and stand on an objective with a couple of Gargant mates. <laughs> yeah. I'm a bit gutted about that, if that's true, because it means they're not getting rid of, my, not getting rid of Mightier makes Rightier. Yeah, but, but they've got another six months of selling Giants first. Ah, oh, but they could change it so it just counts as wounds left on the model is how many wounds it counts Yeah, but then as. they have to rewrite a war scroll, and that is rare. <laughs> well, no, because that's the point about the the, the rumoured FAQ, that it's... it's Kragnos, they're, they're changing, yeah. They're, they're changing war scrolls. Like, it's going to be a big FAQ, James, from what I understand. Yeah, but people just brought that Gargant's White Dwarf... <laughs> You know they they invested they invested six ninety nine in two pages. Come on, okay. give them a bit longer. All right, all right, okay. And and Adam Mumford's a big Gargans fan, so we should probably support them. He is a big Gargans fan. That's true. Uh, okay, so oh, yeah. Nathan, do you feel comfortable with the craggy change, or would you like to see something else? Well, yeah. I mean, 
uh, we don't know what the mightier mightier rule is that they've changed. So maybe they've changed it for everybody. Yeah. But, yeah, but I doubt it. But maybe. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, he. He didn't seem to be um, the top dog at the fair, so maybe this will help out making him a little bit higher up the the pecking okay. order. All right. Well, okay. Well, because he does slap in combat, he's a bit of a beast stick, but he does die to like two salamanders. Yeah. Um, uh, can we just do a shout out? Uh, you might not remember, um, but Mark, who was with me at Six Nations, but also at Blood Tithe, James. Uh, I might not remember yeah, our remember table that. boss, Mark. Uh, great. He went to his first Warhammer event this weekend. His first one, yeah. uh, which was also attended by Math Mallow and Adam Mumford from the show. Yeah. Uh, Adam lost cool. four of his games, I think. Um, what was he playing? Uh, I don't know, Thiepkin. Hasn't he played those for about seven years and should be well-practiced? You would think, right? Okay, carry on. But Mark, his first ever <laughs> Warhammer tournament, ever, yeah. 4-1 and third place. Oh, what a hero! Wow. What was he playing? Uh, he was playing. Uh, he was playing um, Thunder Lizard Seraphon. Nice. Mm -hmm. So, so what we're saying is, Adam Mumford, who was once the prodigy child of Warhammer, gave his powers to Owen. Yeah. And it's now rubbish. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Mostly because I know he's probably getting triggered every time I say he's rubbish. <laughs> also, Math Mallow came first, which is great news. I mean, he's a hero, though. Oh, skills. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What was he playing, though? Uh, he, he was playing Marathi and the Bow Snakes. Ah, uh, disappointed. We've got Trek. I take it back. Uh, no, super disappointed. <laughs> take it all back. Take it all back. <laughs> I wish Mark could beat him. And Adam, too. Yeah. Narrative gamer, obviously. Uh, anyway, anyway. So that's, that's what we've heard about that. Okay, the next FAQ. Next <laughs> FAQ that I've heard the rumor about. Uh, and we'll see what you guys think. Second FAQ rumor is that the foxes, that's the wind spirits, uh, if you guys don't know, which generally travel around on heated sand. There's a whole bit of narrative. If you listen to Six Nations coverage, you'll get that reference. Um, okay. A lot of sand in the mortal realms. The uh, They are going to be losing retreat in your opponent's shooting phase, or at the end of your opponent's shooting phase. Currently, at the end of your opponent's shooting phase, they're able to retreat or make a make a normal move and their normal move is 12 inches or they can make a 12 inch move or whatever it is their normal move is 24 inches isn't it um but they can make a 12 inch move uh mean they're meaning they're basically unchargeable i've heard that they're getting rid of that what do you think great news yeah doesn't even need talking about like no one likes it apart from the people that brought six yes yes uh what do yeah. you think nathan yeah, I'd be quite happy if they stand still so that we can stab them. So, yes, that'd be great. Thank okay, you. Excellent. Do you think that makes them unplayable, yes. as I've seen uh, people in on the Lumineth forum say? Uh, they've said they'll basically be unplayable now. Any thoughts? Uh, basically, they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but they'll be perfectly playable. Okay. Maybe, maybe we should stick with how the show works, and we should say... They're definitely not playable, probably, but yes, you could still play them. <laughs> that, that, um, okay, all right. So that's uh, so we all agreed that that's good, a good change, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, me too. Me too. Uh, the other rumor that we've heard uh, is that uh, pink horrors. 
yeah. We're getting 50, 50 points got... cheaper. Yeah, and four new war scrolls. <laughs> if they get another war scroll, that would be hilarious, because that's like they get... more than the gas. they get... Yeah, they get three more war scrolls. You can pick whichever one you want to play at the time. <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm obviously fibbing. I've actually heard that they've got it going up to 255. There's someone right now who's picked up his phone, having thrown it at the wall, who's like, Rob, why did you do this to me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, apparently they're going up points-wise, which I think is good. I think that's a good change. Happy with that? Yeah, fine. No? Okay. Yeah, yeah, they're fine. They can they can go up a little bit. It depends what war scroll they're giving them now. But yeah, maybe they should make it so you play one war scroll turn one, and then a different war scroll turn two, and then a third war scroll turn three, and then turn four you got another war scroll to play with them, and then for the last turn you got the fifth war scroll. <laughs> like the ties, so got... like the ties, but you've got to like. <laughs> yeah. What do pink keep changing war scroll? <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's the perfect, um, that's the perfect change, I would say. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and so, and, and that's all the rumors I know. I've also heard rumblings, and this might be wishful listing, uh, that Beta Chaos are getting uh, some War Scroll rewrites, which is hope that we might then see Boom Spike Kits rewrites as well, Nath. Yeah. Although it does make you wonder if they're going to get like big rewrites in the FAQ, then they're probably not going to be getting a battle tome anytime soon. Or don't know. Maybe they are releasing the battle tome on light, but no, that doesn't no, make sense. I don't think that's the case. No. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah. So if uh, if you're going to get uh, big FAQ changes, then maybe you won't be getting an FAQ. I mean, a, a new battle tome for a while. I mean, the rate that dropping battle tomes at the minute, you're probably talking two years. <laughs> what for the next one? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Maggot King of Mervil, yes. 2023. Uh, right. Okay. okay. So those are all the rumors, and that's everything I know. Yeah, so far. So whether or not those changes are gonna are gonna come to fruition, we'll see. Uh, okay, on with the main subject of the show. One thirty-two in. Really proud of myself there. Uh, absolutely smashed that. Okay. Do you oh, reckon the the new? Sorry, just Help uh, on the FAQs. Do you think the uh, Oric Warclans and the Stormcast book are too new to get? Any oh, FAQs? No, or... no, 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 no. I mean, look, we've had to change the dragons, right? And don't forget, they've done, to quote the article, more playtesting. So, so, but, so do you think the price dragons might go down in the FAQ? No. Uh, I think that, uh, I think, <laughs> I think we might, we might, if, if hope remains in our hearts, Fulminators and long strikes might go up. Or even better, they change the Holy Orders ability. So they keep long strikes where they are because I think without being able to shoot twice, they're fine. And then they just change the command ability would be like so good for the game. Like so good. I'd say I'd say send them the stats, but Metawatch is probably a better statistic. 
<laughs> it's, so it's arguably it's arguably more effective. Uh, yeah. It uh, also tells me when to unleash hell. Yeah, so. that's true. And as like HMS Banky says, I think also I've heard Marathi is going back to Rend One. There can't be an FAQ change where. She doesn't Marathi change doesn't, her yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nagash probably needs a yeah. new war scroll too. Then, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What would I change? Maybe, maybe they could um, FAQ him only arcane bolts once. Yes, that works. Hand of dust cast on an eleven. <laughs> Two changes. I'm fine with both. <laughs> um, uh, JJ in the chat, who's a stormcast player, I know. What would change? Why would you? Ch- why, what would you change the holy command to? So, if you guys aren't aware, you're able to take a holy command. Um, so, a once per game command ability for stormcast eternals. Um, uh, now, James, I know that you didn't take any shooting units, so I'm going to ask you what you took. But my answer would be to an equally as rubbish command ability as the other ones. I just think shoot twice is too good as a as a command ability to exist. I would also take it off Marathi. If that uh, if that makes you feel any better, uh, and I would I would have a command ability that everyone can use, which is no shooting for you. It uses all of your command points, but your shooting unit can't shoot. Uh, great command ability, board wide, just no shooting for you. My God says, or something similar. Um, all CP in your <laughs> God says no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, what do you, would you what would you say, uh, James? Uh, it's a weird one, isn't it? Like. Long strikes, like they're nice models. It's nice to see them again. Uh, but I talked about it last week. I think. What did like, you take? I wrote that list because you were sorry, sorry. You were saying. You were saying. Sorry. Carry on. Oh, I wrote that list because I and part of my hatred of Sigma uh, earlier in the show. I want to say year, but probably months, <laughs> because we were locked up for half of the year. Uh, was that like I've kept going to events and seeing people that took lists that either stopped people playing or just like they wanted to finish within two turns mm. um and i think like so personally i just wanted to write a list uh that went five turns so i didn't take any shooting because uh long strikes didn't fit what i wanted to play uh judicators i think are too expensive uh pref- like in my opinion, at the minute. Uh, so I took um, the Holy Command that lets you bring back a unit. Um, so it lets you bring back a Redeemer unit, which is any one of the three like bog standard battle lines. So Secretors, uh, Liberators, uh, Vindictors. Uh, so they have to die. You spend a CP uh, and you bring back a unit of no more than five. So it has to be a unit of five or less. Uh, nine away from your enemy. Uh, and within 12 of a hero yeah okay it's 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 really good it's good defensively it's good aggressively um and vindictors are 120 130 points at the minute 115 for Vin- um, for vandkers vandkers so yeah so those vindictors vindictors um but i do think like actually and people might disagree, but I think they're fairly well pointed because they're quite tanky, but they they don't output a huge amount of damage unless you spike on the dice. Yeah. I agree. Um, I agree. Um, but I would I would love to see that change. Otherwise, it's just going to be fucking. They'll end up changing sentinels, and then you'll just be like, they'll just be. Like... You could, you could easily fix it in the same sort of way. So you could easily say uh, a unit of no more than three fires twice, which means it makes. Uh, only three long strike raptors fire twice instead of six. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
or uh, a min unit yeah. or something, I guess. I guess I was just like, see, shoot twice, go. Yeah, because you can only bring back the min unit, can't you? You yeah. can't bring back Yeah, so the Vindictors one, when yeah. I read it the first time, I was like, oh my god, this is horrific. If you run like the one unit of 15 and just like, oh, you killed that, now it's back. But I think yeah. if the fact that they like uh, automatically went, this is too strong. Whereas that old rule, which was like, you usually, uh, when you use, when you lose a unit, spend a CP, roll a five up, bring the whole unit back. Like I watched a couple of times people be like, oh, I lost 30 sequiturs. Oh, there's a five. Here's 30 sequiturs. Um, Whereas I think like just going, it's a unit of five, no more, no less. Uh, The only issue with limiting the shoot twice one would be if you got, say, five judicators and you wanted to do it on them because they're definitely not as scary. Um, But I think that's probably the only way you do it without being like to a points limit of which just adds like something horrifically new to the game so i think if they just said this happens too much unit a six max because because then firing twice is terrifying because it's 400 and 480 points for two units so you're basically firing a quarter of an army twice at some point yeah they're, and they're obviously priced at that because they're that good. Aren't yeah, they? yeah, yeah. They're, they're and and the range in their normal shooting phase, right? So they're like they're not yeah. pointed for being able to shoot twice, right? So anyway, um, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know how we got into that. Did we? How did we get there? Somewhere, somewhere. Oh, JJ, asked it was what your you it to. yeah. Hate the hate the long strike signal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the musk of Elon. Uh, remove mortal wounds and rend from all shooting, in my opinion, not allowed uh, to reinforce. Uh, Ruffle Strike Raptors are already crazy expensive. The musk of Elon, Ruffle Strike Raptors is very fun. Um, it's going to shoot you with 1,000 points of my army turn one. It's basically what it is. Uh, like that, And it just shouldn't happen. But it doesn't matter. Um, okay. It's okay, Owen. Don't worry about the 1k points of shooting. Just... Hand to dust them off, baby. <laughs> All right, unit. so on to, uh, so now 139. Uh, really proud of you both for, for segueing. The main topic of the show today is, um, well, it might not, I don't know how, if this is going to be a big conversation, a long conversation, or what you think it's <laughs> going to be, but I'm interested in what you, you two think, and I'm interested in what the chat think. So, White Dwarf this month, um, have done a uh, interview with uh, one of the yeah. designers, uh, basically, uh, and they talked about like a lot of different things in the um, uh, in the article. But one of the I'm trying to find the actual quote, um, and it's oh, I don't know where exactly the quote is in because uh, it's over three pages. Um, uh, but they're having a discussion about war scrolls. Um, uh and the thing that they are okay here we go in order to so i'll read i'll read out this section if this is okay with you guys yeah uh yeah, yeah. so this is an interview with luis uh aguala is one of the game developers for age of sigma team since joining the studio a few years ago he's worked on many battle tomes and rule sets including the latest edition of warhammer age of sigma recently uh luis uh set out to uh to do some interviews war scrolls whether it's it being battle tomes cool. or on War Scroll cards, any player of Age of Sigmar will at least glance at the War Scrolls for their units during a game, no matter how familiar they are with uh, the unit. It's a good way of keeping your attention on the little details or to simply make sure something uh, works as you remember it. It also ties in with one of the biggest objectives we have for the third edition, 
which is effectively speed up the pace of battles overall while maintaining immersion and the curiosity of players. Yeah, redeploy and stand and shoot definitely going to speed that up, baby. Um, yeah, core feature, let's speed it up. What if your opponent does stuff in your turn too? Are they the same? Are they the same thing? Yeah. Uh, but we won't criticize yet. In order to achieve this... Coherence. Sorry, Nate, what did you say? Coherency definitely oh, yeah, speeds that's... things up. Those new coherency rules can take a flying <laughs> jump. <laughs> I agree. Uh, in order to achieve, in, in yeah. order to achieve this, one of the first areas we scrutinised was the amount of with the amount of rules on a single war scroll. We wanted to streamline our approach and design this area, ensuring that war scrolls are simple things to refer to rather than potential obstacles that slow down the flow of battle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If the rules are included on war scrolls are more focused in this way, it also opens the door to give those units more unique roles in their army. For a majority of Age of Sigmar 2, we saw specific units from each faction stand out above the rest. This would have been for a number of reasons. Maybe the points cost of a different a unit offered better value for its power, or the specific unit benefited most from battle traits or sub-faction abilities. Regardless of these, the reason this was unforeseen, consequence of the way we wrote rules for units, and we looked to improve upon our methods in addition. This approach took a few different iterations to nail down, but in, in the end, we settled on the idea that we tried to create the strength and identity of each unit with one rule, if it was possible. Um, only adding more if there were still areas of the unit's background or flavor that needed to be represented. This meant that the more common units in an army would have fewer rules on their war scrolls than its heroes or monsters due to the nature of war scrolls with higher points costs. And then they go on to quote, and honestly, like if you were going to quote anything, you do not quote the scare tactics from a unit of gut rippers. Um, that is not the, do you know what that does, James, Nathan? No idea. Minus one variety. Yes. What's it do, Nathan? No, minus one, minus one hit, but you have to roll a six. Unless you're a monster, then it's a plus two to that or something. No, 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 no. It's, uh, you roll, uh, it's minus one to hit, but I, don't, I can't remember how you get it. You have to stand on your head and spin counterclockwise for three turns, once clockwise, and then you're yeah, minus one to hit. Definitely an easy one. The actual rule is, um, at the start of the charge phase, so start, oh, if this go. unit is more yeah. than three inches from all enemy units, you can pick one enemy unit within 12 inches of this unit that is not a hero or monster. So some more specifics there. Roll 2d6. Add one to the roll for every five models in this unit. If the roll is equal to or greater than the bravery characteristic of that enemy unit, subtract one from hit rolls for attacks made by that enemy unit that target this unit at the end of that turn. Okay. It's a lot easier if you've got net. <laughs> do you know, what did net do, you know, do you that's... <laughs> you, you don't roll any dice, just say you're minus one to hit if you're within two inches mm, of the sky. Mm -hmm. uh, so... Yeah. Uh, I mean, terrible, terrible uh, example to set in the article is all I'm going to say. Um, you missed the part which only applies when you have your cock at the table. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Yeah. Uh, Archer meme. Sure. My tactics were flawless, and yet my forces lie decimated. That. Uh, I didn't roll the 2d6. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, that, that sounds crazy convoluted. It is. Okay. All right. A couple of things I want to break down, but I really need to go and get myself a drink. So... I'm going to leave James and Nathan in charge for two minutes. Play, d please don't burn Ooh, the place down. Dangerous. I just got to go grab a drink, uh, and then we'll 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 talk about this in detail. Does that sound good? Yeah. Okay. Any yeah. anyone got any questions for 
Nathan and James, now's your time. Unrestrained okay, from me. Here we go. We're freestyling. We're freestyling. Yeah, yeah, okay. Freestyling. Who's taller? Nathan. I'm sure. <laughs> I am very sure. If you ever see a photo of us together, I'm. In fact, any photo with me in, I'm always sure, unless the Boomer team of uh, Adam Mumford and Co are there, and then I'm probably the same size. Just average height. Is the orc terrain gold or copper? That one's for you, Nathan. What orc terrain? There's no orc terrain. Uh, what, no- they just take all, all the... Or maybe as a, as a 40k question. Or no, no, normal. it's a normal question. What colour is orc terrain, gold or copper? Gold. Okay, there we go. Uh, James and Nathan, yeah. <laughs> do we sack Dan or Rob? Uh, we could sack both. Neither is important. I can yeah, neither do anything. It's fine. Uh, no props. When are me and Owen uh, Jackson having a grudge match at T-Sports? Anytime. <laughs> uh, he's too scared yeah. because I once wrote a list just in the hope that I got to play him that stops using a gash catch casting. Uh, uh, where else are we going? What smell is Rob? Oh, Nathan, what smell is Rob? You lived with him. What's what smell is? Yeah, Rob? what smell would you um, smell, Rob? Uh, a jammy smell. Okay, jam. He likes his jam, doesn't he? Yeah, jammy smell. Uh, I used to, yeah, I used to dye my hair. I was a hairdresser for most of my life, so I used to dye it. Uh, what? Oh, okay, cool. There you go. Uh, James, do do we have any Nurgle rumors beyond the bloke? Uh, no, no, by blo- no, by no. Oh, by the Glockkin. There you go. There's yeah, your lead. Yeah, yeah. Why Sweden? No, co- I don't even know what you mean. Uh, why is Rob sent in candle? Jam. Same thing. <laughs> jam flavored oh, candle. Oh, favorite biscuit. I mean, this, that's an hour of show. It's in, in its own right. Yeah. I'm going to go with Jammy Dodger right now. What? But, uh, A dry Jammy Dodger? See, like I've said it. I didn't say it was dry. I could have dipped it in tea. Screw you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's yours, what then? favourite biscuit? What, what wet biscuit do you... Yeah, your wet favourite well, biscuit. Wet. It no, has to be it wet. It doesn't have to be wet. You, can, you don't have to... Like, it's not, it's not either... Just, you just said dry in such no, a derogative way. It's not either way, in the so biscuit or from the Sahara Desert. I'm just... It's quite powdery. I would go for a, a classic... A classic uh, chocolate-covered uh, hobnob. Yeah, I like hobnobs. Mine would be uh, custard cream for dunking. Oh, good choice. Wow, great choice. I'm on board. Great choice. In a minute, Rob's going to be like, plain digestive. No, I just said, chocolate-covered hobnob. <laughs> plain digestive. I feel like you're a, a plain digestive person. Anyway, right. Okay, back on subject, shall we? Right? Um, okay, so my first point is, uh, or my first question to you both, is how do you feel about... Um, there only being one rule on a war scroll. Like, overall, what are your thoughts? Uh, Nathan? Uh, with the majority of war scrolls, there are only one or two, so I'm happy with them to be one or, you know, one rule. Uh, as long as it's a, a, a nice rule, a decent well, so rule. That's the... Just one rule will do. I mean, but the thing is also on unit on like it depends on the units because some units are like, uh, like your normal infantry have also got a banner and a musician and mm-hmm. a champion, and quite often the the banner and the musician will give you a little a little bit of a bonus, and then you might have netters in your unit and that gives you another little bonus. Yep. 
So, so um, you're, what you're saying is, is I don't want it to be one rule because um, I want four rules. Yeah, I want I want a netter's rule, uh, a rule for the unit, one rule for the unit, one rule for the netter, one for the musician, and one for the the banner. Okay, there we go. Four rules. Four uh, rules. Four please. rules. Okay, uh, <laughs> James. Uh... <laughs> but but if they don't have netters, they don't have musicians, and they don't have banners, then just one rule. Then will just do. one rule will do. Okay, uh, Nathan, uh, James, what are your yeah. thoughts? Oh, see, like, I've already got loads of opinions on oh, this. Oh, okay. Let's go. I'm excited. So, like, so so if I buy a new arm, like, so I'm going to buy an old army or I'm going to buy a new army, okay. right? So in Age of Sigmar 3, uh, for the whole beginning, I only played Skaven. And I only played, like, some weird janky Skaven list that I wanted to play with loads of bells, so I got to roll dice and hope that they were particular numbers. Mm-hmm. Um. But when I buy an old army, and I think this goes for every army, so if I am wrong, anyone can correct me. So if I buy, like, maybe not skeletons because I've had a newish book, but if I buy, like, Clamrats or Saurus or uh, what else is old that still exists, Empire, Free Guild, uh, Footman, or whatever they're called now, et cetera, et cetera, they normally already have three rules. So I I probably have a leader who's plus one attack. I probably have a drum that's extra to my run, my charge, etc. Mm-hmm. And I probably have a banner yeah. that's plus one to my bravery or again, something of, you know, randomly obscure. I love that stuff, by the way. It isn't though. always the same. Yeah, 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 I've got no problem with it. But so, so there's three rules that are on my wall yeah. as well. So I've got a leader, plus one attack, drum, let's say move, banner, uh, bravery. Uh, but then like, then so then i've got th- some clam rats and they do that and i've got some free guild people and they do that but but they're not that gives no character that just goes oh there's a guy with a banner a drum and a guy with a bigger hat because that's how the leader works so that's no story is it because my clam rats then are the same as my free guild guys so they've got to give me a narrative yep. rule so i care about my clam rats yes yeah and i think that's important so let's say then they're like, oh, and they're also all scared of everything. So if there's 30 of them, they're not so scared or whatever, let's say. So that's their yeah. rule. And I know that's a bog-standard scaven rule at the minute, but let's say they move that to the war scroll because they want to give them one rule. Yeah. But then they're also an older army. So does the my equipment loadout matter? So if it does, does that mean that they're then like, oh, you can take two weapons or you can take a shield. And if you take a shield, this is you get plus one to your save. At which point I'm like, oh, well, that's three rules for that. A rule to make them interesting, because I think we need that, personally. And then mm. another rule if I've built them with a shield, or or a rule if I've built them with two weapons. Yep. And that might be condensed under one heading, but it's, let's be realistic, it's two rules. One for two weapons, one for a yep. shield. So at this point, I'm on six rules. Yeah. And that's for Oof. a bog-standard... Um, like filler unit you know it's my battle line so in my head i'm thinking okay so actually in my head i'm just counting i that's six so i've got six rules on a war scroll for the most basic unit in my army Mm -hmm. so the easy rule to remove is the one that gives them flavor the easiest one they might remove 
Yeah, I think the easiest one for them to remove, let's say, is the one where they're like, oh, but we want people to model on a banner and a drum because they're in the box, blah, blah, blah. And we know people have gone. So let's remove that one. But then I lose flavor. Or you go the other way and you go, oh, you can build them however you want. But actually, they have one attack profile. They have one rule. And they're done. May And I think that's we walk away from that kind of thing where a fantasy game looks like a fantasy game where we know a unit probably had a musician and a banner and, and whatever else. So, so that's my starting point. I think like six rules seems almost like the starting point of where a unit looks. Okay, I'd say that like uh... we can probably drop it to five if we lose the double weapon loadout. We get rid of the loadout and we just say this is their save. Bravery, blah 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 blah. Yeah, I guess they get a banner. They get. A yeah, I guess. I guess I don't need the weapon to have a rule, but like, I think, I think there's uh, there's a couple of points which I think Nathan also talked about a moment ago. I don't mind there being a one rule, but I need that one rule to do something really different. That scare tactic that they showed us from the Gut Rippers is just an awful rule. It doesn't make them scary. Like, it doesn't have any real flavor. Like. It doesn't really do much and is a bit uh, like asinine really like you know like and, and james you're quite an interesting one to talk about this uh because obviously you've been playing uh, at least a little bit of mcp right so my overarching conversation for warhammer for a while or at least my opinion like it might change in the future but right now is that i want the war scrolls to have as much flavor as we can give them rules wise because if I don't yep. bring that war scroll, I don't have to learn the rules, right? Very much like MCP. Yep. If you don't bring that one character, you don't ever have to know their rules, right? No, uh, I, I, but it's interesting, right? Because I think, so like uh, my second point, so I'm just gonna ramble. So sorry, chat. Sorry, you two, you're gonna have to listen. Was then I was like, <laughs> but you know what? Like my list had seven units of Vindictors mm -hmm. and yeah. I know their rules. But I don't know what's on the war scroll. So then I went and found the war scroll. Yep. And I was like, oh, they have two rules. Or three rules, I guess. So they have a champion. Yep. Extra attack. Yeah. They have a standard bearer. Uh, plus one to bravery. If we're classing those as rules, that's two. And then they have their uh, bit of filler, bit of story. They have some nice weapons. If they hit with a six, it's a mortal wound. And then it stops. Yep. I'm not sure it adds any character to the models, but it it gives us a bit of thing of like, oh, their weapons are good. They didn't have a shield wall. They don't have, you know, anything else. And and maybe that works. But then then we talk about what the article talked about, or at least what I talked to, took away from it when you were reading was the prestige of the unit. Yep. Then gives it more rules. So like a Lord Imperitant has three rules on his war scrolls. So he's a he's a he has a companion. So he has a a griff hound uh he's a distinguished leader he gets to give a command without giving it away um and he has guided by lightning which is point at the floor and bring someone closer than nine so so then it's like okay so as each unit gets better we force it to be have more rules which doesn't necessarily make it better it just gives someone more to learn mm -hmm. and then just had a little Google and I thought, oh, what model has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven rules on its war scroll, do we think? Seven rules on its war scroll, Severith? 
No. Nagash? Probably. No. I don't, oh. Oh. Uh, uh, Night Draconis or a new Drake? Yeah. The Storm Drake yeah, Guard. Course. Yeah, of course. Seven rules. And so, so I, I think... Seven rules. Seven rules. So <laughs> I, I'm not going to read them all because we'd be here all day. But they have a champion. Yep. Then they have Dispersed Formation. Yep. Merciless yep. Impact. Arcane Heritage. Yep. Draconic Flamestream. Yep. Dragged into the Tempest. Yep. Draconic Onslaught. Okay. So the so okay. So <laughs> But and I, I'm gonna ramble a tiny bit more, sorry, Rob. But then so then in my head I was like, okay, so what they're saying now is we're trying to streamline the game. We're trying to minimize the rules. And we're trying to make it faster. Yep. So let's say because there's probably some books that are written. So let's say they've said that, knowing that let's and and please internet don't don't uh, crucify me, but I'm going to just say. So let's say they say the next book they're currently writing. So the book they're working on now, as they wrote that article for White Dwarf, is I don't know something that hasn't been out in years. So Skaven, and in their head when they write the Skaven book, they're like, right, one rule a war scroll. And then they write Thanquals, and they're like, okay, everything gets one. Thanquals a leader, he gets two. And in a year's time, he gets a two-rule war, war scroll and gets to fight a dragon with seven. Yes. <laughs> Night Nightmare. Like, they've already started. For me, in my head, like, Stormcast was a uh, Age of Sigmar three rule book, and so was the... Warclans one. I haven't read the Warclans one, so I won't pretend to know it. But like, you can't start with new models that get seven rules, and then be like, actually, let's give everything. <laughs> it's a really solid point, and I-, I talked about that. I got loads of thoughts on that as well. Nathan, you got any thoughts on any of that so far? Well, I mean, that is that's pretty similar to what they did with the Gits book. They uh, they specifically locked a load of things with keywords, and then then in the designer's notes said, yeah, this is all intentional, that that this is what we're going to do. And then after that, then they wrote all the books with very loose keyword <laughs> usage after that. So, so a similar situation where they've, they say, oh, we're going to reduce the, the number of rules, but then they've already given a load of stuff up gazillion rules it's although a lot of the stuff they are slimming down on the rules so but every now and again you get just one crazy one like the mm. dragon one where they just that's where all the rules ended up on that guy i agree those guys but but that's a nightmare right well yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, oh yeah so like I'd, like I'd like to bring a couple of things like James, great point, because I was going to pivot to that, so I super appreciate it, um, is that I, I've talked about this before. My, my stance has always been, I think the War Scrolls should have more rules, because if I don't have them on the table, I don't ever have to know them. Different to, it, like, if you've got an allegiance ability, a sub-faction ability, a spell, an aura, a moon traveling over the sky all at the same time, you're like, that's a lot to learn, no matter what I bring. Whereas if I only bring, you know, this dragon versus this uh, Vandactor, yeah, like, you know, I only need to know what the dragon does because I've only got the dragons. I don't need to know what the Vandactors do, right? So I'm in a solid place. Um, I thought that was better. We can generally assume that the White Dwarf article is just full of bullshit and they've put nothing of any use or value in there at all. I think that's a fair statement, right? Because James, quite rightly, without any prompting, has already, like, established 
that that's the case so it like it doesn't really matter so like it doesn't matter that they've said they're going to do this because as nathan said they've said they're going to do stuff before and then they've gone back on it or they've changed their mind the white dwarf articles and the community site articles are just full of just marketing speak and bullshit so none of that's really relevant but what is relevant to us as a community is what do we think the best version of war scrolls is do we want strip back single rule war scrolls or do we want flavorful exciting war scrolls james nathan i'll give you a second to think about the next question uh, and twitch chat same question to you are there any war scrolls that you guys have loved and the rules on them that you've loved and why i'll tell you mine while you two are thinking about it i think and i'm with jj by the way like I, i'm 100 percent for super flavorful war scrolls I, I i don't mind there being a bunch of rules i don't want them like literally that scare shield one is so awful it's like do three things for nothing you ever care about right i don't want that but what i do want and i've said this time and again is things like the wrathmonger war scroll previous not the new one the old one where that made them they had this amazing thing that if you they're full of rage and if you ever murdered one if you ever killed one their rage blood would go into you and you could take over the opponent's model and do one set of attacks amazing they're cornate units they're full of rage they make you so angry you lose control of your model it's a flavorful rule it wasn't complicated it made the art the unit super unique on the tabletop and i loved it so i'm super into that i'd like to see more rules like that in the future and that's one rule on a war scroll right that's one rule that's all it was and it made them this amazing thing that was super cool so what like like that that's because i think that's more important i want units i want to buy a unit and i don't want it to be like 40k where just the number is higher or like are you going to get new custodies they've got an extra one damage on their sword like that isn't a like that isn't flavor do you know what i mean that isn't like what like you say james it might as well just be the same unit but with a different skin um which i'm not keen for nathan you got any war scrolls you love and why uh uh which ones do i love uh i mean i i agree with you on the the like the wrathmonger one because it did have two rules on it yeah didn't it It also gave people within eight inches but it could have just done with the one rule and i would have been happy if it was just the one rule that yeah if that was that was just the more fun one i'm definitely in with having fun rules so I don't mind if there's less of them, mm-hmm. obviously, but yeah. But it would be nice, yeah. It would be nice if the banners and the things also had rules. So on those sort of units, then you're looking at having three or four rules, aren't you? And then, like you say, with the different weapon options and things, do you count those as rules? Does that mean you can't have a special? I mean, rule? why aren't they pointed differently? Like the weapon options, like it's fucking lazy, like how much more effort like i know the afternoon they spend on pointing it must be tiring yeah but i feel like that they can just be like do you know what stabbers like with spears they're this many points but with what are the other ones that they've got not not spears uh um yeah so you got stabbers and yeah. spears poking spears and you always and take the spears right or am i wrong uh no i always take the oh, stabbers okay. I'd, uh, I'd but why? Because so. uh, they hit on fours and the spears hit on fives. So would it be good to make the spears a little bit cheaper? 
Well, you could do, definitely. I mean, they they have done that, ultimately, because at one point, um, they were just grots, and so the bows and the stabbers and the everything was in the same unit. And now they've separated them out so that the, they're shooters and stabbers. But yeah, I can see definitely where there's disparity between how useful a weapon is. You do want the Because they eventually did that with Colonel Hunters, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like it's just laziness on their part, like, truthfully. So I think the War Scroll having, like, the we- the model having three weapon options, therefore the War Scroll having to have three rules for their weapons feels a little unfair, because really it's three units are, that's, like, in one. Um, uh, anyway, uh, James, what do you, what got a War Scroll that you love? Uh, I, do you know, I think, like, <clears throat> and if anyone's played for a long time, some of those, like, original age of sigma like ones with ridiculous flavor for rules well they, 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 such as uh so there was that that vampire that you had to talk to and he manfred. had to talk back it wasn't manfred was it was oh, it, no, it, it was one with a bat cape vlad von Karstein. Yeah. so like i think there was some of those and i'm not sure they have to be quite as mad because i think they were just experimenting at the beginning mm-hmm. but i think like at that one point there was lots of rules that were written where they were like, oh, these used to have loads of character, so we'll keep some character on the war scroll, even though in theory this character like hasn't made it to the mortal realms. And I think like those are really interesting. Um, and I, you know, we talked about it a minute ago, like the MCP, uh, and I don't know if people have played in the chat, but like theirs are quite interesting because all the attacks are fairly basic. Mm. Like most of the attacks just go. Uh, it's it's one of three types of attack. It, you roll this many dice, uh, and if you roll this, this, or this, this happens. Um, but then the characters have like sub rules, a bit like you would on a, a war scroll, but they're always aimed at the character. Um, and what's interesting is obviously when they write, for me, when they write an, uh, an MCP rule, they kind of have to base that narrative on... Um, you know, comics and movies and films and, and stuff that's already happened. Um, and not just to focus fire that on a different game system from a different company, but also uh, Games Workshop's um, Middle Earth strategy battle game, yeah. which I also love. And I also think How many Gandalfs do you own? Uh, five. <laughs> How many Gandalfs is enough? <laughs> Who knows? seven endless priceless <laughs> whatever um but so if i so are you, are you both lord of the rings fans yes, sir. okay nathan are you a lord of the rings fan yeah do you know who aldor yes. is? do you know how much yes, of a lord yes. of the ring fan i am okay i've read the first quarter of the silmarillion uh like everyone has and stopped like everyone has yeah nice like um do you know how aldor is i don't nathan aldor so, no. so have you seen the film? Yes. So in the second yes. one, which is probably the best one, uh, when uh, the Urukai are going for Helm's mm-hmm. Deep, and they're all on the wall yes. with their bow and arrows. The guy who shoots oh, first. the old guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The old so guy. So you yeah. can buy him. Forge World make him. Well done, them. Uh, and he has yeah. specific rules. So let me just read this. Uh, so in, in Lord of the Rings, so we roll a priority, and then you move everything, then I move everything. 
then you shoot everything, then I shoot everything, etc., etc. But at the beginning of each phase, heroes can be like, oh, I'm a hero, I'll shoot before everyone else. Aldor has a rule, yeah. unsteady nerves. Aldor must always <laughs> shoot first in the shoot phase before anyone. He's rubbish. Yeah. He's rubbish at shooting. That makes it even better. He only hits on a fiver, which isn't too bad for Lord of the Rings, but still pretty bad. So he's not good, but he has a rule that narratively is yeah. brilliant. Like, yeah. <laughs> Preemptive strike all yeah. the time. And so, and so I think like almost that. And what annoys me even more is <coughs> we're talking about him. And we know he shoots first because by the time I got to like on the wall of Helm Deep with arrows, you're all like, oh, it's that guy. Yeah. We know what's coming. Age of Sigma, they release Bastion Cathalos. Do quite yeah. like his rule set. So, not to pick on him, but he's new. They can write whatever they want. We don't know who he is. Like, his narrative can be forged by what they write on his yeah. war scroll. Yeah. And then, and then what they do instead is give us, you know, like, Garviel Shawheart, whose name got changed to Shaw Charge because no one cares yeah. about him, yeah. what he did, or what his story was. We just his know his rules plus three crafted his story forever, right? Like everything he is as yeah. a model, like we call it the Boom Thurster, yeah, right? What yeah. are the other Thursters? No one cares. I is like, is it a Boom no. Thurster? Yes. It's like when you create when the when the rules do something like and it doesn't have to be destroy stuff when the rules do something like and maybe there's only, maybe there's too many units for too many rules right but like when you create like that should be the job of the creative department that should be where them like i love the doom wheel I, it moves 46 but it's a crazy invention i can re-roll it but if i roll a one you get to move it that's great fun it's a game like for all of the people who complain <coughs> Like competitive gamers will learn all the rules. They, they will they will slug through the most obnoxious wording on a rule and know it in minutia to annoy the fuck out of you. You're like, no, actually, that's not quite how that works. So uh, I'm going to do this. Like that's competitive gamers. Like they should be designing games for casual gamers that work competitively. And like the Doom Wheel's perfect. Like it does that exactly right. You know, they hit the nail on the head with Skaven quite a bit yeah. in in some ways. Yeah, but but also that boom thirster, like it's not even a complicated rule. It's like you roll some dice, you roll some sixes, goes down, like it explodes. And then, as a as a bunch of players, like that narrative was crafted. You know, like Pointy Fishman from Ironeth. We all hate him, but we know what he does because it's like, oh, he he gives some <laughs> plus to their charge. What does he do? He stands there and points. Like yeah, he's a pointy guy. He's an idiot, but we know what he does, and like. Um, and we've all done enough streams, and I'm sure that the chat has watched enough, you know, live streams of games for for those narratives to get crafted. And I think the flip of that is then we get like, you know, the the game many years ago that me and you commentated on, uh, where Luvo got annihilated quite quickly, but we ended up debating about his <laughs> cannon crew facing the wrong way. But actually, like, you could just be like. If your cannon crew's facing the target that you're shooting at this turn, yeah, like, plus one hit. Yeah, it's not even like it's a terrible like you could because it's a three sixty. Yeah, you can shoot from anywhere, but you just then you'll move your cannon. Yeah. And you'll be like, uh, I'll have you know he's directly looking at him, so that's plus one to hit. I need you to know that. But yeah. that's a, James. Great rule. Great <laughs> yeah, rule. He, Love that. 
Um, like Nathan, what do you think about all of this? Yeah, uh, all for fun rules, definitely. Especially if, uh, yeah, they they give you a reason to bring the model. Whereas sometimes you get rules that don't give you any reason to bring the model, and so it's just got to be the the fact that you like the model is why you bring it. I mean, the first rule set for the squid gobber was great because it was so rubbish you'd never see it. So that was <laughs> it was truly it. it was truly <laughs> terrible. Like it was so bad. Um, like I've always liked, uh, not always liked, but the chalice and blood, the chalice and blood and darkness was a good rule, right? Because it was like an actual cup. Like, so a Vampire and Zombie Dragon used to have uh, this thing called the Chalice of Blood and Darkness, which was a weapon gear option. If you took it, and they all took it, yeah, then what it did was um, once per battle, you could drink from it and you would heal D6. It used to be really important back in the day when you would have ethereal vampire lord zombie dragons um because they would get they would get battered and beaten up and they would get down to like a couple of wounds and then they'd use their chalice and blood and darkness and the difference so i played against quite a few v losses at that point and the difference playing against what someone who played it and then rolled a one versus rolled a six was night and day for the opponent as well as for the player like someone was going away upset from that single dice roll yeah and someone was going away from it really happy but like surely that's one of the reasons that we play this game and also the way that they can make the game better like that's kind of like my, my big takeaway i think that's one of the things i was most disheartened about with the stormcast book and and to some degree the um the uh the um war clans book all those some elements clans. i like what they did with brutes i like what they did with brutes like and uh, i'd like to also quote morgan Stormsmasher, who was talking in the chat earlier he made a point and i think actually pigs are a really good example for this why not just have the weapon do the same thing like because there's clearly a better weapon with the pig now which is why nathan's had to change all of the arms so you could even point them at different levels you know spend an extra 10 minute in the office or just have them do the same thing and then it doesn't like because i've always liked the spears always like the spears so all my guys have got the spears on and then people would be like what are they and i'd be like they're this weapon and they were like they wouldn't care how it looked they were like i'll have you know they're not actually spears those are choppers and i'd be like have you know i think you're a twat like would be my response but no one ever needed me to say that because obviously that's dumb um, so like, it's just, a. anyway, that's kind of, I went off on one there, but the, the, I, like, I just, I worry, especially for the Stormcast one, because Stormcast are like very similar looking. They basically just have different weapons, right? Whereas. But, but mo yeah, most of the Stormcast now, like even Liberator, so Liberator's five years old, you could build him sword, hammer and shield, sword and shield. And I stupidly, when I brought them, because it was my first mm. uh, Sigmar army, I built uh, one squad with swords and one squad with hammers. Uh, and then after, paid enough attention because I was playing properly and went, oh, one of them hits on threes and wounds on fours and one uh, hits on fours and wounds on threes. Just confusing. Like, no one needs that. And, like, someone would be like, oh, so they're threes and fours. and be like, oh, no, now it's the sword, so they're fours and these. Like, it's not good for me. It's not good for my opponent. And I think in this book, it's just... Just weapon. weapon. <laughs> Doesn't matter what they're built with. It's just weapon. <laughs> so they're all yeah. threes and threes, or whatever they are now. And that's better. Like, that's better for me. It's better for my opponent. 
it doesn't really matter and I can make yes. them look how yeah, I weapon... want. And and they point them like they point them right, like because it uh, doesn't German matter. German the chat says I have 120 spear clan rats and 120 hand weapon clan rats, but I'm also mad. I, I'm really I'm really glad that they follow. <laughs> I've got both. Yeah. Are they painted? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I've got 120 spear gobos and 120 stabber fully gobos, painted. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, Ready, ready, ready. <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> just in a box, ready. Uh... <laughs> They're just doing press ups in a box. Uh, dig, uh, dig. Oh, first time chatter. That's great. Welcome to the show. Uh, I miss the old brute rules for the boss claw and brute smasher, where you get a bonus to do to the smasher if the claw hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. Good rule. I mean, I'm pretty. Glad that they stopped because on the hard boys you used to have like great weapons and then double-handed weapons and then a, sh a dude with a shield and a weapon and you'd have to fucking like go all right I've got I've got forty-five boys here and thirteen of them have got great axes and twelve of them have got this and oh it was I'm glad that's gone yeah one weapon uh, option I agree. is better uh, I think one weapon option is great but I like the fun rule so are we. So give me a kind of roundup of the conversation. It's been a good one, so I'm really happy about it. Are you less rules are better or like, oh, I, I, like I'm kind of pigeonholing you here. Uh, let me, I'll let you, no, James, I'll, let you, I'll let you give me, give me your like summation thoughts and I'll, and I'll, I'll put mine at the end. Nathan, you go after. What are your summation thoughts really? I uh, Honestly, I mm. think you can give me six rules. You can give me one rule, or you can give me 22 rules. I don't think it really matters. I think what actually matters is the quality of the rule you give. So does it, does it add to the game, yes or no? Because I could have a war scroll with 22 rules on that all give plus one Agreed. to hit. Agreed. Not, not interesting. So it, I don't care. But if you give me one rule that does something like interesting, so, for example, the little Skaven, two lads with the machine gun, like that one rule. They only need the one rule, which is, do you want to overcharge it? Yes. If you do, roll two dice, you double it. If you roll a double, yeah. they blow up. Worth it. Every time. Never, never not, doing, not doing, it. doing it. I agree. Give 100%. Me... <laughs> yeah, never not doing it. Like, give me give me the good rule. doesn't matter how many you give me. Give me the one good one, and it'll make I, me want to take I, Yeah, Yeah. Nathan, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think the Skaven ones were pretty good. I think in general they had some fun rules there, and yeah, I mean I I'm all for having probably less rules, but for them to be fun rules, like that that mm -hmm. machine gun rule. Yeah, I think James has nailed it. Yeah, I, I think uh, so of the yeah. chat quality, not quantity. I I, I absolutely agree. It's kind of uh, like I don't care about streamlining. Uh, I really don't, uh, because otherwise I would have been really bothered about uh, Unleash Hell and also Redeploy. I really like Redeploy. Less bothered about Unleash Hell. I reckon they can yeet that into the sea, if I'm honest. Um, but, uh, like, I think more fun rules is better. Like, and more, like, and like James said, Gavriel Shore Charge, right? Like, the reason they're called Shadow Stonkers, right, is because they were underpointed massively for all of the utility the Shadow Stalker had. That was where the meme comes from, right? Like, 
you need the stuff to be good. Uh, thanks. Oh, James, you gave Dig a gift sub. Thanks, James. Oh, is this first yeah. time in the chat? Like, um, the... I think more flavor is better and more interesting. I want the rules to create the story or the rules to tell me what the story is. Because as far as I'm aware, Gavriel Shawhart is somewhere in a book somewhere that they've written from Black Library and he's just whispering in motherfucker's ear, you should go faster. Like, that's it. That's all he's doing. Like, I don't imagine he does anything else. Like, he's just, like, pissed off in the... Like, he goes to a tavern and he's like, why isn't it here faster? Like, he's just mad all the time about not getting... <laughs> so shouts charge all the time. Charge, charge, it. charge! It's super annoying. Uh, just telling everyone to charge all the time. Like, imagine how annoying he would be. Uh, a special love to David Smith for donating two gift subscriptions. The chat's so kind of you. Uh, it's very, very nice. What a lovely man. Um, it's very kind. Imagine, uh, is that for the two wound plague bearers? I think it is. Uh, imagine, like, you're in the meeting and, like, Sigmar's there and all the other leaders. And they're like, right, okay, we need to defeat this OCR Bone Reapers uh, stronghold, what's the plan? Charge. Okay, all right, Gav. <laughs> okay, Gav. <laughs> Time to leave the table, son. But, but also, I, like, a really unproductive table because, like, Andrasta's like, give me, a, give me something big, I'll bring you its head. He's just shouting charge. And then Bastion's charge, like, my charge, voice is so loud, charge, lightning bolts come charge, from the sky. Charge. Like, what unproductive team they'd so make, actually. Uh, and, and in my head, Celestin Prime doesn't yeah, speak. He just yeah. glares at things. Just, uh, there's yeah. a Stormcast leader who we haven't heard about yet, who just, every time the council finishes, like, they all leave. He's just in there. He's like, fucking God. What a bunch of idiots. <laughs> Oh, he's just so livid. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that in the original book, it might not be in the new one because I haven't read it that well. But um, there was a logistics chamber that was supposed to come. So I hope one day we get that and they have the best rules. And one of them's just like organizes people, makes their <laughs> command points better. Nothing else. It's just like get a command point extra to make someone do something because he's telling them what to yeah. do. He's just got a pen and paper. Middle manager Stormcast is really or important. A phone yeah, and an app. Really important. Yeah. Um, okay, all right. Uh, good chat. Uh, and chat, I hope you enjoyed it as well. Uh, Saturn Boy says, be skewer killbo. One rule, swinging unreliable, fun as shit, and I'll never run less than two. There we go. That's what we're talking about. Okay, so cool. to wrap the show up, it's a bit of a big one, and unfortunately, it's homework. So... Uh, get ready. Uh, thank you very much to uh, uh, Guanigumo uh, for subscribing with the Twitch Prime. First time. You can also subscribe free for, on Twitch or if you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to hit like and subscribe. Uh, and uh, and if you're watching this back as a podcast, you can go over to this one game of Patreon and support the show because um, you guys are great. Okay, you ready? Because this is a pretty big one uh, and I think it's quite interesting. Last night, me and Scrivo were reviewing Marvel Crisis Protocol, the game. Okay. Not the game, sorry, just the miniatures. Okay. Just the miniatures. Okay. Okay. Right? Uh, and we, where? Pardon me? We did it on Twitch. Where did you, you can do watch that? it back. And we also did it on I'm Friday. I'm going to watch it back. Uh, uh, like, there was a lot. We didn't do any of the game, we just looked at the models. But, but the That's point fine. is, James will be able to tell me better. In the game, there's a couple of characters like Thanos and Dumar. Yep. Wait, hold on. Dumar. Dumamu. 
okay? Um, uh, yeah. Who you... Uh, let me get this right, James. Is a three-player three player system, right? Where one person plays as, like, the god character. Okay, so you're, like, yes. the narrative game. Yeah, one play, and then two people yes. play their armies against the narrative person, right? Right, okay. Yes. Uh, Nate, do you get that? Do you get what we're saying? Okay, so, like, uh -huh. you would play a normal team versus a normal team, but in this situation, those yeah. two normal teams would play against one god character, basically. Yeah, sounds like Warcry. Yeah. Okay, does it? Is it like Warcry? Yeah, sometimes you get to play against a monster or something. Oh, yeah, you can fight a monster, yeah. yeah. I did not know that. Following. I did not know that. That's quite cool, though, because you're also fighting each other and a monster. And okay. a monster, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. <laughs> uh, right, <laughs> David Smith said Nathan looks like the mushroom in his picture, which is fucking great. Uh, okay, so I wondered if, because I've said this a lot on the show, um, and uh, and I, I've always said that I think the god mod, it's weird that we've got the gods in Age of Sigma, right? Um, because it's yeah. weird that a couple of clan rats eventually kill Alariel, maybe. Pick a bag, Definitely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Nine yeah. times out of ten. <laughs> every time, every time. So, the challenge is, is if you wanted to accept it, and which god you want to do, that we, you, us three, go away independently, and we write our own war scroll for one of the gods, which next week we have to know that two people are going to play their 2,000-point armies against. Uh, Owen Jackson's oh, okay. Nagash. Well, <laughs> right? Does that make sense? As something fun for us to do for next week. So, yeah. so it's got to be worth 4,000 4, points. points, basically. Because it's taken on two 2,000-point yes. armies. Okay. Because then okay. That'll, be, that'll be the aspect <laughs> of a god, if that makes sense. So basically, the, the story yeah. is right now that what's happening is we're fighting against like, you know, like a kind of an illusion of the God or like a just a shadow of the God. Like he's not really paying attention, you know, like Archeon's mm -hmm. on his dragon just being like, oh, I've got to sort these accounts out. Where are all the plague bearers? Like what's going on? He's kicking a few. Yeah, Can yeah. And he's just kicking a few people in a game. And when you kill him, you don't really kill him. You just kind of annoy him enough that he leaves. Uh, this would be the, the 2000 point version of that. Um, well, it's 4,000 point version of that. So, like, what is full, enraged, engorged Archeon like for next week? So, for next whole week. week. Yeah, fine. Gonna write okay, the well, best so now I need to know which god you guys want to do. Oh. Okay. What are my choices? You any gods. We might have a special guest on to do the fourth, like, fourth yeah. god, maybe. Um,. The fourth guy. I'm not doing corn okay, well, before the chat. Well, no, so you have I to refused. do a, mo a model that's already out, basically. Okay. Oh, Sorry, I know you wanted oh. to do Gork or Mork, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to do the Bad Moon. That's the god that the... <laughs> 4,000 points. <laughs> Fight the Bad Moon. It's just the Death Star from Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Fire when ready. <laughs> uh, no, so it has to be one of the gods. So the gods are obviously. I mean, Archeon's technically not a god, um, but I, I guess you could choose. 
um, any of like the legendary lords if you wanted, right? Uh, if that if that helps you. So uh, what do you who do you want to pick, Nathan? I guess you could choose if you wanted to do uh, you could do Godrak if you wanted to. Um, I like the Fist of Gork. Like we assume he's really not playing at full power in the current game, uh, basically, um, or even Scraggy. Like maybe we're not seeing full power Scraggy. Like. <laughs> Four thousand points. <laughs> James, you got anything you might want to pick? I mean, you could do four thousand points, Celestin Prime. I guess, like you know, you're no, doing, doing Kragnos. Okay, going destruction. Yeah. All right. Okay. Nice. Just because I'm gonna take it before Nathan. Ooh, does. mean, really mean. <laughs> Four thousand point Kragnos. That's a lot of new rules, James. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna just copy and paste the dragon one. Uh, what about uh, you, Nathan? Who do you want to go for? Um. Yeah, go on then. I'll do Godrak. Godrak. Oh. Okay. First good. to go. All right. Uh, I think I'll do a Lariel. That's a that's a I think a challenging one. So I'll try and do a Lariel basically. Or it's an easy cheating one. I'm just going to make us summon shit tons of stuff every turn. Like... <laughs> <laughs> but that's not the same. You have to fight uh, it's, one yeah, person. Yeah, it's, it's 4,000 points. You can do that. Like, you can have Kragnos summon fucking Gits. He's oh, not Kragnos summoning. ain't summoning. Okay. He don't need to summon. No. No, all of his folk are dead. Oh, okay. So, yeah. It's gonna... It doesn't want to it doesn't want to share the fight with anybody. He, yeah, he's going to beat your Alari Elbow. Just <laughs> they're not meant to play each other, but maybe they could. Uh, so we'll do that. How does that sound? Does that sound fun for next week? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. So I thought that'd be really fun uh, to look at, and we'll do that for next week because uh, I very much doubt there'll be a new battle tome out by then. So let's do that instead. Uh, so we could hopefully Dan will join us. Um, I'd love to do Croak. That'd be fun. Uh, Croak's also a good suggestion. Ooh, like powered up Croak. Oh shit. Shit, I've changed the wrong one. Uh, all right. You can uh, change well, you the host. Yeah, just fire me. Or just that, fire would, that would um, That'd be great. Um, what do you... Uh, goodbye. Thank you, Twitch chat. Uh, thank you, YouTube thugs. Thank you, Podcast Hydro Homies. Thank you, Nathan and James. Uh, would well, would uh, either of you like to do a shout-out before we leave today? Uh, I'm going to shout-out my new Warhammer hero, Ewan Hogg. I'd like to follow that up, please. <laughs> <laughs> the Ewan Solidarity Fist <laughs> for Ewan. <laughs> uh, thanks, James. Uh, Nathan? Yeah, I'll shout him out as well. And guess what? That's three for three. Yeah? Ewan, Ewan three for three. Ewan. 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 Thank you, Twitch chat, for tuning in. You've been great. See you guys soon.